Welcome to Hideout. Happy Saturday to you. Okay, Dubs. Um, you can't do a monologue. Why not? There's a writer's strike going on right now. So, uh, hey, and I'm in a big hall because I can hear an echo, echo. Or maybe it'll make this bit funnier. Let me start off with a little news for you, Hefe. Researchers have found a way to use stem cells without destroying human embryos. Have you heard about this? Big story this week. I think it kind of takes the sport out of the whole thing, though. Is that the joke? It's the news. <laughs> okay, again, whenever you do a monologue, it's supposed to be funny. So, now when it comes to actual stem cells, that's something I'd like to talk about. Because the whole idea of stem cell research... I'm sorry, my band hasn't played. I hate you and I hate the bit. Here's another piece of news for you, Hefe. A German man is under arrest after shaving a swastika into his dog. Now, they're very touchy about the swastika over here. But uh, in the United States, dog bounty hunters uh, headed over to the barber right now. Just heard about a new thing. It's not laser lines. I'll tell you that much. Okay, here's the thing. We've done this monologue for you being a scab a few weeks in a row now. Mm-hmm. And uh, every week, you got to dog the bounty hunter. What was that, six weeks ago? It's not funny anymore. Now, when it comes to the actual idea of laser line, can I comment? My band's on a schedule. They have to get out of here as soon as possible. It's Saturday night. they got to go party. I want to go with them. One more news. Along with you. Actually, I'm ready to go ahead and get out of the whole This show. is late breaking, Hefe. I don't know if you've heard about this. Hulk Hogan, his wife, has filed for divorce. Actually, he had a whole press conference today. He was really broke up about it. And actually, he got a little angry. So uh, I have a clip from the press conference. The way things are going, I'm going to set this no good stinky up. Hulk Hogan's back on track and coming at you, you big nasty I'm going to put you in your place. I'm going to prove that Hulkamania is the most powerful force. I'm going to prove that the largest arms in the world can stand any test. And as I launch you, put you over my head, and sign you, you'll be laid to rest right next to your father. And then that only dark cloud that's hanging over Hulkamania's head of immortality will pass me by. What you're going to do, big stinky nasty when the largest arms in the world destroy you. Props in your monologue. It's no good. And you just beeped out Andre the Giant to make it sound like you were saying the C word. I don't know what you're talking about. Bring the ship up to broadcast it. We're going in. The hideout. The hideout. The hideout. False security has lulled the madness of this world into a slumber. Wake up. An eye is upon you, staring straight down and keenly through. Seeing all that you are and everything that you can never be. Yes, an eye is upon you, an eye ready to blink. So face forward, with arms wide open and mind reeling, your future has arrived. Are you ready to go? The Hideout. It is an FM Jerry Springer freak show shoveled to the lowest common denominator. Hideout. We've got a power to the people retain a very loyal fan base. Hideout. We're all 
being lobotomized by this country's most influential industry. The hideout. Either you're with us or you're against us. The hideout starts now. Be somebody! Be somebody! Somebody! Go ahead. Do a three-hour monologue. Let's see how well it goes. You can't use... Why? You can't use props. It's not a prop. It's a soundbite from an actual uh, Who press conference. Who uses a soundbite in a monologue? Quote-unquote monologue, you scab. What, what, what's new? Well, what are you doing, Hefe? Welcome into the hideout. It is 106.7 WJFK. I am El Hefe. That is Jay Scabs. Hey. Crossing the, pick, crossing the picket lines to bring you quote-unquote news. Man's got to eat. <laughs> I couldn't pay anything off of that. You better not be. All right, we're live. My friends do get a hold of us. 800-636-1067, or you can hit us up on the AOL Instant Messenger. That's Hideout Radio. That's right. The website is hideoutradio.com, where you can subscribe to the post-show podcast, which we will have to talk about mm-hmm. uh, in last week's post-show podcast with DCRTV.com, Dave Hughes. It's still on the way. That's all on Doves. Not all on me. It's all, all on Dave, too. <laughs> it's all on you. Anyway... My friends, uh, we are excited. It is a gorgeous Saturday night where we are. I hope it's somewhat decent where you are. And uh, we'd love to hear from you. 800-636-1067. Those of you that do not know and are just now finding out, uh, we used to host the hideout right here on WJFK Saturday nights. Then we did late nights after Ron and Fez. We helped out with the Ron and Fez show when they were here. We've helped out with the Don and Mike show. We've helped out with just about everything. Uh, on WJFK at some point. Mm-hmm. We uh, did a show in Orlando on Real Radio 104.1, also called The Hideout. And for the last year, we've just kind of been trying to find work. Floating. Right. Floating around. But we're here. We're Saturday nights. We're 6 to 9, and we are live. The way the show's going to break down, uh, we got three hours going till 9 o'clock. we got a whole bunch of stuff that we're going to squeeze in in between that time. And, Dubs, we usually uh, start out the show with uh, the hideout headlines, which are upcoming. Let me tell you this about the hideout headlines. Whenever we go with it, we move quickly. So as soon as you hear what the topic is, you think you got something, hit us up, 800-636-1067. If if you're a little late on getting your thoughts out or what it is you want to talk about, then, too, just hang tight, hold on, because we'll do a little catch-up and get all the phone calls in. With that said, Dubs, let's start the headlines. Hideout headlines. The headlines are what we perceive to be the biggest story of the pa- stories yeah. of the past week, and uh, there are a lot of them. There's some good ones. There's some ones that you might not have heard. There's some big ones that, of course, almost everybody's heard, but they're all uh, interesting to say the least. And Dubs, we start out the hideout headlines with Black Friday. Mm-hmm. Now we have a couple of what we call hideout downloads, and those are some uh, some news audio uh, that we'll play for you from various places. First of all, uh, Black Friday, retailers, that's the big time. Kicks off the Christmas season after Thanksgiving. It was yesterday. And we have some downloads on how that went. But the next big thing that I did not know about is the fact that retailers, specifically web retailers, are excited for what's called Cyber Monday. Yeah, they're, they're trying to make a whole extended weekend of shopping going on here and kind of bookending it with Black Friday where everybody goes out and shops and then uh, Cyber Monday where people stay in and, uh, and do their shopping Unfortunately, inside. I uh, had the displeasure of being up early Friday mm-hmm. morning 
and to see the way the malls were packed at like 6.15, and most of them had already been open since 4 o'clock, it is ludicrous to me the way we have turned shopping into a sport. Mm-hmm. And, well, I'm a, I'm a veteran of uh, Black Friday. I've actually done it before. I went out and waited in line at 1 a.m. for a Best Buy to open. I think it was almost, uh, three years ago now. I went out to the Best Buy and uh, waited outside in line for a computer, which still works for $125. It was a good deal. But when I got there at 1 a.m., I was at least 100 people back in line. It is crazy how people, first of all, don't want to stay with their family. Mm -hmm. So they'll get in long lines so they don't have to be there overnight with their family. And then secondly, okay, so you're trying to get a discount? What's the whole allure? Is any of this explained in the hideout downloads that we have? Well, uh, there's a little bit explained about what people waiting out there. And one lady actually says this is a way for her to spend time with her family because I guess this is the only time that she can make them captive. Okay, here we go. Here's a hideout download on a Black Friday. Hideout download. Stores all across the country are gearing up for Black Friday. That's the day after Thanksgiving, which is traditionally the busiest shopping day of the year. Action 7 News reporter Melissa Vega is live in where people are already camping out. Melissa? Well, Cynthia, pretty soon these stores will be flowing with anxious shoppers waiting to get their hands on the best deals that they can. And as you can see behind me, people have already started camping out with their tents, with their sleeping bags. And some of them have even brought portable heaters out here. And we stopped by several stores today just to get a preview of all the action. All right, hold on. Before we get into it, why? What's the point? Is it to get a deal? Is it to get something cheaper? I think Is that why you would sacrifice sleep on the holiday? Yeah, I mean that's the biggest thing. You are pretty much leaving your family What's the on, on uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah, you know, one of the, one of the national holidays that we have. Uh, and you're leaving them for yeah, for a couple hundred If and here's the thing. They wait out there for sometimes 12 hours. If you would have worked those whole 12 hours, you would have made more money. <laughs> than what you saved. The payoff doesn't seem worth it. It doesn't you it's not like Christmas sneaks up on you. You you have the time to save and find deals just because for a few Get a hours, Costco card, you cheap bastards. During the overnight people are gonna offer you twenty percent off. It's ludicrous. I don't understand what we're doing. It's like this sweetest day or whatever it is they call it, these fake holidays and now Black Friday and, is one of them. And I like how you said it's a sport because it really has turned into a sport where people go out there and they are... Um... Dude, they were scrolling the mall times on the <laughs> news ticker. Of I mean, different stores like Macy's, Hopin's at 5 a.m. And... Forget the fact that uh, they won't scroll the names of the dead soldiers in the war. That could depress me. You know, my, my credit card might get depressed. And as we all know, my credit card's the true American hero. Hideout Download. As the holidays rush in, shoppers rush out. I definitely plan on doing a lot of shopping tomorrow. Retailers are stocking their shelves in anticipation of the crowds of customers looking for those doorbusters and who can resist those buy any two, get one free or coupons. Let's see, 10% off. And then I have two of them so I can do, I can come again later. <laughs> oh my lord. This guy's going to make two trips, and this was at a Walmart. He's going to make two trips to Walmart. For 10% off, and I, I saw a coupon he was holding, a $10 item. So he's going to drive home and come back you know, a few hours later 
for a dollar off. It's all fake. Don't you know that anyway you're still paying uh, like a three trillion percent markup on whatever it is you're buying and you're sacrificing sleep time, you're sacrificing your health, you're hanging out overnight for an alleged an alleged deal. But you can you can hope that your kid's toys will have the blood of a Taiwanese kid on it, and he'll be really happy that uh, Christmas morning. Hideout download. While shoppers will have to make their way through the crowds, others are getting a head start, camping out right outside the store door, making sure they don't miss out on any savings. We brought a whole pile of games to play. Told the kids this is the only time I can get them to sit down long enough to play Risk or Monopoly, so we're going to have fun. For first-time campers like Tom Villanueva, it's been quite an experience so far. Oh, well, I came unprepared, and so I called my dad, and he brought me some stuff. I, I was just going to be like this, but he brought me a sleeping bag and a chair, and my wife's going to come belt. <laughs> I know. I've, I have, uh, I mean, my parents, my mom always goes out for Black Friday. Hideout download. I have nothing for that. And Villanueva is not alone in his shopping venture. The National Retail Federation estimates that up to 132 million Americans will do their shopping this holiday weekend. Now, one interesting thing to note, this particular electronic store will be passing out tickets at 3 a.m. Now, those tickets are good for limited items. Of course, it looks like these campers will have no problem getting those free tickets. We're live. Melissa Vega, Action 7 News. Thank you, Melissa. Uh, and it's true. Every store does this now, so I don't understand why people wait in line. <laughs> now they're... they're you, They've tricked you into getting there early, and then they screw with you again, and you continue to put up with it. Because when I went there, I went actually to uh, the uh, the Best Buy that I went to for a laptop. Uh, but I was 100 people back, so I wasn't able to get the laptop because I didn't get one of those tickets. Yeah, they usually have like two or three of the items. All right, uh, Walt Afrovirus on the AOL Instant Messenger mm -hmm. uh, uh, hideout radio says he thinks it's worth it. He got a pair of wireless headphones for 30 bucks, and they're originally 60 well, they cost $6 to make, mm -hmm. and uh, I don't condone this. I'm not telling you to commit a crime, but steal a pair. <laughs> Find some douche in high school and beat them up for them. That's what you got to do. Do we have one more of these hideout downloads? Yes, we have. Is, uh, th that one was a pre-Black Friday one. This one is actually from the opening of the store on Black Friday. All right. Hideout download. Local shoppers are out in full force this morning, early this morning on this Black Friday. The frenzy, the frenzy rather, already well underway all across our area. Eyewitness News reporter Jody Fournier is live with our top local story this morning on Black Friday. Mark and Pam, we're live here at Best Buy. Take a look at this line. It's finally moving. It starts here and it wraps all the way around. Where's the, this, this lady? It, it wasn't because the cameras were there. They were, they were yelling because they weren't even looking at the cameras. They're we're looking at the door of the store opening and them walking in. That's what they're cheering for. Where's Lee Corso? This isn't a the ESPN <laughs> college football game day. That's what it sounds like. You know what it sounds like when you are going on a field trip and, you know, that last five minutes where you see your destination, like a Cedar Point or wherever you're going, you're just screaming because you're at King's Dominion finally. Hideout download. Children. On the building now, many people we spoke to this morning tell us with gas and oil prices so high, saving money is a top priority, even if it means... Never mind that they bring out <laughs> heaters that they have to fill with gas out at these stupid things. 800-636-1067. It's the Hideout Headlines, FA Dubs. 
106.7 WJFK. Hideout download. He's waiting in long lines like this and losing sleep. Spirits are high even though the lines are long at Best Buy. <laughs> I'm number one, baby. <laughs> No, you're not. First in line, Misty Keo's been here since 10 a.m. yesterday. She's looking to shop a lot and save big. A little bit of everything, a laptop, a desktop. Here a at Lancome Outlets, thousands pounds. A little bit of everything, a laptop and a desktop. Just getting two computers. It's not a little bit of everything. Yeah. Are you getting some menstrual pads as well? No. I don't download. On the pavement with doors opening at midnight. I've been looking for a parking spot for the past half hour. Uh, we came here last year, and it was yeah, nothing trying like to save guys. pandemonium here today. Craziness, yes, but when we asked shoppers just how important it is to get these deals. How important is it to make my son smile? Very important. Oh. You saw on that. How about go give him a hug for the 10 yeah. hours that you're in line? Well, I'd spend some time with him. Maybe that would make him happy. That's more of a, you know, a nurturing type thing for a mother to do. Not to give him another distraction from everything he needs to do in life. I love you. So I'm going to lock you in this apartment alone during the overnight in our ghetto so I can go and try to buy you a PSP. That's how much I love you. By the way, don't open the door for strangers and look out for the gunshots. But I love you. If I don't bring you, if I only bring you back a Game Boy, then realize I still love you. Maybe not as much if I had gotten you a PSP, but I do still love you. Hideout download. That video, just how many people are at the Rentham outlets, and state police tell us that they have people backed up on 495. People have been in that traffic for hours, and once they arrive near Rentham, people are actually parking their cars on the side of the road and walking miles through the woods. Game. To no, get what to it the... is, it's everybody hurts. <laughs> Everybody's just walking out there like zombies walking to uh, to the outlet mall. Hideout download. Outlet stores, so a lot of craziness, but according to the people you just heard on tape and here, it's certainly worth it. We're live at the Mobile Newsroom in Warwick this morning. Jody Fournier. Thank you, Jody. Is the hideout 106.7 WJFK? The credit card companies and the department stores are laughing at us. Yeah. Have you ever been to, like, uh, I don't know, a zoo or something, and you just throw all those little pellets in the water and watch all the fish go crazy for them, and you're just laughing? That's what they're doing with us. They're throwing us little pellets that we think are, you know, uh, chunks of gold, and they're just laughing at us. All the way to the bank. It is the Hideout Headlines, 106.7 WJFK. Women won't have babies because they're not eco-friendly. About 10 years ago, Tony, well, she would have known what it was like today to cradle a baby, to hold it, to have it call her mommy. And so the, babies aren't green to her. Yeah. Unless they're crib death. <laughs> then they're green. Then they're, they're as blue purple. as the sky. Uh, but the very thought of that makes her shudder. Turns out she terminated the pregnancy because she was so firm in her belief that she was helping to save the planet. At 27, this woman is getting sterilized to protect the planet. Every person who's born, this is her quote, uses more food, more water, more land, more fossil fuels, more trees, and produces more rubbish, more pollution, more greenhouse gases, and adds to the problem of overpopulation. Amen to this lady. I think this is a fantastic idea. Well, I, I, for one, I'm not a big fan of kids as it is. And two, the the amount of diapers that we use on children, I, go on, you know, dig a hole. 
do something. You know, you don't have to use these plastic, uh, non-degradable diapers all the time. How many do they go through a day? Like six? I, I poop twice a week. And Congratulations. I, and I don't think a baby... And you always ask for a juice box afterwards. Mm-hmm. I got to tell you this. I'm loving this idea. I really think that it's a fantastic thing because we are so overpopulated. And the fact that it's this one woman has says, I'm going to do something that is going to be able to help this planet. The thing that's awful about it is that this is a reasonable person. This is someone who thinks... Uh, yet you got Britney Spears and Kevin Federline and the other clowns that are just like them when it comes to their couth that are repopulating this planet like mad. What hurts me is this lady probably should have kids. It's the ladies that shouldn't have kids that just pop them out like, like, uh, like they're a factory for them. It doesn't make sense. Like, if if you're smart enough to know that these kids are bad for the planet, you should probably have one so you can have another kid that knows what to preach and what to tell people. Now, they're not they're not eco-friendly. That's what she said. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are biodegradable, though, aren't they? Much more so than, uh, uh, I would say, uh, uh, what, styrofoam? styrofoam or you know, a, uh, one of those things that the birds get caught in and I laugh at. Is, is it better for your septic tank to flush a fetus or a condom? I'd say fetus. So, again, this lady might be wrong. That is a possibility. 800-636-1067. The problem, though, and why I don't think people are going to get behind her. Why? Her slogans. Uh, you know, because, you know, these maybe, act- maybe she wouldn't have had to get sterilized if she just let more people behind her. I think that that would have saved, uh, you know, saved the pregnancy. I understand what you're saying. Okay. Because you know how <laughs> activists are. You know, they always got to get bumper stickers, mm-hmm. T-shirts. Helping Mother Earth one hanger at a time. See, I don't know if this is something that's that, a bumper sticker. Yeah. Well, that no, that was the T-shirt. The bumper sticker, uh-huh. saving the planet uh, by visiting a back alley. So again, I don't know if this lady quite understands how to get people behind her movement. It may not be smart. Middle America might not get behind it, but I'm really into this one. Vacuum your womb so the environment will bloom. I think that one is very good. From parents who should be having babies to parents who should not, parents endorse daughter's rape. Uh, They were 39 and 36 years old, uh, pled guilty to aiding and abetting the act of second-degree rape stemming from accusations that the two arranged for sex with their 13-year-old daughter with an adult while their 10-year-old daughter watched. The district attorney says... Uh, it's amazing to me that three adults could be in such a situation like this and not think it might be a bad idea. I'm just amazed how many sick people there are in this world and how they always wind up with each other. Well, yeah, I mean, they, no sane person would be with this chick or this or these dudes or whatever. So the only people they can find is other pieces of trash. That's why the, that's why one class acts one way and another class acts another way. Do you judge people by the friends that they keep? Um, like if a I lot said, of times, yeah. Like if I said, "Hey, I want to introduce you to my buddy John Mark Carr," uh, I would ask him for file downloads. And I would, you know, I would hook up a jump drive right to his computer. Um, so, so do you think these are the kind of people that, like, maybe it's all right? It's time to sterilize you. 
you obviously oh, should have you, you shouldn't have had the two first kids, but now maybe it's time for mandatory mm. sterilization. Whenever you know you can't you can't foresee something like this happening all the time. But once it does happen, and once you know you're caught in the act like these people were, one strike your wounds out. The two strikes, are- no balls. You could do it like that. Um, you know, if you're a guy, either way, 800-636-1067, and it is Hefe and Dubs, and it is the Hideout Headlines. Shock rocker Marilyn Manson has been accused of squandering his band's profit on child's skeletons and masks made of human skin. Where do you buy these at? I don't know, but that's something I'm waiting in line for on a Black Friday. Uh, what are you waiting for, uh, the Asian kid's uh, uh, skeleton? Keyboardist Pogo filed a breach of contract lawsuit in August in which he accused Manson of taking cash belonging to the rest of the band to pay for quote-unquote sick and disturbing purchases. Some of it includes stuffed animals, including grizzly bears and two baboons. Also used the band's funds <laughs> to pay for a collection of Nazi memorabilia. Oh. He actually bought a grizzly bear? A live one? No, a stuffed oh, one. Oh, okay. I was going to say, what, what was going through his head? You just wake up in the morning, <clears throat> you know what I wanted to buy today? A bear. I can see that happening from Marilyn Manson. And let me even say this, too, about Manson. It's great to have an artist who's keeping it real. Unlike mm-hmm. Alice Cooper, who you find playing golf. Yeah, he's uh, playing golf all the time. You always see him on the NFL Network and everything, doing these little interviews while he's playing for these charity tournaments and everything. It, you, you used to see people like you know, like him and Ozzy Osbourne as these way out there type people, but you see, yeah, uh, Alice Cooper on the golf course and Ozzy Osbourne in Chipotle. Yeah. What? You didn't see that from uh, the the Osborne show? No, that was his favorite food. He'd always be going to Chipotle, bringing back, back mountains of burritos for the family. It's like, how do you take that guy seriously? You know, you got Ice Cube, who's supposed to be a gangster, but he's in all these children's movies. Yeah, it's Marilyn Manson and Flavor Flav. Those are the only guys. Yeah, he's definitely still a crackhead. That There's are nothing, that are keeping there. it real. So I uh, I really uh, I like the idea that one of my favorite stars growing up um, is is all about, you know, these things that he talks about in his music and that he has in I mean, his videos. I mean, would you would you respect him more, even if he did stuff that you like, but it wasn't Manson, I don't know, like? Like, if you if you went and if bought he, a... If you, went, if, you, if you saw Manson driving around in a hybrid, what would you think? I'd be pissed. Yeah, I mean... And if he was bidding on eBay for a unicorn pillow, you know what I mean? I That would be odd in its own way, and I think I could get behind something like that. We'll take a break. We'll come back. The hideout headlines are I well... Used un- to, I just bought it to wipe myself off with. Well underway. Uh, 800-636-1067. Hop in here. Uh, still upcoming, The Evil Cross. Also, too, what caused a brother to stab another brother. And MTV in the Middle East. We're back after this, and we're live. Tefan Dubs, 106.7 WJFK. You're in the hideout. The hideout with El Jefe and J Dubs. Oh, they're totally gay for each other. Probably sad indictment of our society. You're in the hideout. An appeal to the sodomists. The hideout with El Jefe and J Dubs. With its overtones of bestiality. The hideout. Welcome back into the hideout. 
shows live, 106.7 WJFK. I am El Jefe, and that is J-Dubs, and we're back in D.C. 800-636-1067. Hideoutradio.com is the website, and there you can hit us up on the AOL Instant Messenger. Hideout Radio. Got this email during the uh, break, Dubs, because a few of the first headlines included Black Friday. Mm-hmm. This comes from Leslie, you poor sheltered dudes. Thanksgiving was moved during the Great Depression from the fourth Thursday to the third in November because they thought starting the holiday season earlier would encourage people to buy more, which I guess is exactly what you need during Depression is to mm-hmm. spend more money to spur on the economy. Did I do that? Hell no. I finished my Christmas shopping the second weekend in October. Did not bother with people on that day. Took a nap, played with my cat, which is a tuxedo like cafes. Watch Six Feet Under and Dexter on demand. No reason to deal with the pressure. Well, thank you for the countdown of your weekend. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. But I understand what you're saying. You know, why deal with all that? What's the point of it? Like, like we said during the last break, it's not like Christmas sneaks up on you. No. You know when it's going to happen every single year. And it's just funny how we as the public buy into these things. It's like we have to go shopping on this day. And I have to tell my loved one that I love them on, you know, the 14th of February. And I have to celebrate America's independence on July 4th. When a lot of times, that's the only, because it's only on that one day, you end up putting it off on other days. It's just stupid. Dubs back into the headlines. <laughs> Brother stabbed in tussle over television. 13-year-old Phoenix boy was extremely uh, hurt and in critical condition this week after his 12-year-old brother apparently stabbed him during a fight over the television. Ended up getting stabbed with a 5-inch blade in J-Dubs. The boy's father, who had heard the boys fighting over the TV, then entered the room before collapsing. The victim told his father he had been stabbed by his younger brother. You know, this is understandable. Because there are just certain times when you don't want the television changed on you. And if you're watching something important like Dexter or Lost or any sporting event, you don't want people touching your uh, your flipper. Now, I never really got that pissed off over the TV when I was growing up. What I got pissed off about was the Nintendo. If you're playing with a friend and they hit the reset button on you because they're losing... Yeah, uh, and there's like only a few seconds left and everything, and I wanted to see those ending graphics saying I won. That would piss me off. Well, you got to think about that, too. What were some of those things you would fight about? That's one of those things. It's video mm-hmm. games. It's television. It's who gets to be all-time quarterback. Remember, that was always one of the big fights. I never wanted to be all-time quarterback because I knew I couldn't throw, but I can catch. So You wanted to be on the sidelines and cheer. That was your thing because you knew that's what you were good at. Uh, my spankies. On the other hand, though, whenever you did play, you ref your own game. Your own games. Oh, that was a big thing. Uh, the disputes, uh, and if it was a first down or a touchdown or whatever. Dude, charging. There's no charging in playground basketball. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. There are only defensive fouls. You can't sit there and uh, try to take a charge because you're not going to get it at any time, no matter how bad. And that's always one of those causes, too, of, uh, of possibly getting into a fight, you know, especially when you're hanging out. With uh, with any of your family or any of your buddies or any of that kind, dude, it would always piss me off 
uh, whenever we had to fight over who got to be Han Solo and who had to be Luke Skywalker. When you're playing uh, Star Wars? Whenever you're playing Star Wars. Um, the same thing when you're playing in the backyard and you had like a laser gun or you're playing like cowboys and Indians and the other person wouldn't die whenever they were supposed to. Yeah, if you shot them, they wouldn't die. Uh, one thing was when we were playing with our action figures. Don't be racist. And uh, figures. Oh. And, uh, you know, you'd have your G.I. Joes out and everything. And for some reason, their G.I. Joe would start flying around and, like, attacking your Cobras. It, yeah. would, it would piss me off. G.I. Joes can't fly, you retard. Sergeant Slaughter does not have wings, dude. Oh, he, he, you, you missed this episode. He, uh, he got the ability to fly. From where? From where, BJ? <laughs> and one of the things that I always had to foot over, too, is... Uh, who had to sleep in Uncle Bill's room? Uh, whenever, like, who, Uncle Bill, when he came over, because you just knew what well, you weren't going to be sleeping that night. You were going to be busy, and your hands were going to hurt. You, you were going to have that same. I never had that problem. That death, uh. that death claw grip uh, that that your uh, your GI Joes would have. A labor rights group is alleging that many crucifixes sold in religious gift shops in the United States are produced under horrific conditions in a Chinese factory with 15-hour workdays and inadequate food. I think we need to burn them, then. I think we need to gather up all these crosses, maybe even gather up the biggest one they have, put it into a front yard somewhere and burn it. Mostly young female employees work seven days a week, just the way Jesus demanded, because days off are for sinners. Um, so, again, everything, like all the sacred stuff, any of the stuff that we love and we want comes from China, and either it comes from being made in deplorable conditions, or uh, it's tainted with lead, and it's trying to kill you. What we need to do, we need to find an old church house, maybe in the south somewhere, and put all these crosses right there and just burn them right on the right on the front doorsteps. Dude, that is not a solution. Maybe that's what you did in Fowlerville. Whenever you guys had a problem, you would go burn a cross and it would make the problem leave your town. Are you saying you support slave labor? No, of course then not. Let's burn a cross. Dubs, it is the Hideout Headlines. It is 106.7 WJFK. I also want to say hello to all the people in the Pal Talk room mm-hmm. that Bipolar Steve has put together. Uh, the thing about the, um, the whatchamacallit, the Pal Talk room, yeah. is that I don't know what the name of the room is yet. And we're going to get up and going on Pal Talk at some point. Yeah, we're, we're really looking forward to doing that. We just need to figure out the logistics of the studio and how we can get that going. But as soon as we do, we will get that going. Dubs, back to the headlines. MTV for the Middle East. It has created a toned-down version of the American channel. It plans on competing with dozens of locally produced music channels and will be more conservative and show less skin and profanity. MTV Arabia will be 60% international music and 40% uh, uh, Arabic music as well. Really? And they are also going to have local adaptations of the channel's popular non-music shows. Oh, I'm looking forward to their their music videos. Uh, and, of course, the number one hit, Ankles Don't Lie. <laughs> 
it is uh I'm just pissed off that they actually get music television. Like we don't have music television over here. So why is it that they have channels where they can see music and how long is it that until this MTV Arabia is going to be nothing but reality programming like it is here? The one of their big hits is they be hungry eyes. <laughs> All you can see. Uh, 800-636-1067. Instead of TRL, uh, TJ at JL. uh, Total Jihad Live. Nice. I don't know if that one's going to be a hit. And now I feel guilty for even saying that because I don't know if that's true. Well, the one of them is going to be a hit, and I know it because it worked over here, and it's going to work over there in a little bit of a different way. Pimp My Ride. With armor, please. Yeah, exactly. So I don't get blown up by by an insurgent. Or the show next, Mm -hmm. To Be Stoned to Death. This might be one of those reality shows that they have on MTV Arabia. One of the big ones, uh, I don't know if you've seen this one on our MTV, but it's called Parental Control. But this one is just uh, like an uh, uh, info show about female uh, genital mutilation. You're an ass. Can <laughs> you make it through that one? I know. Here's the thing about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, when it comes down to it, how can you even put any of these shows over there? Like, cause the, like MTV, uh, you know, they're really going to have a real-world Fallujah. You know, we're going to have like a Sunni and a Shia and a Kurd all under one one roof. They're still going to kick out the unfunny black comedian. <laughs> Is that going to happen? That's going to be the common ground right there. By the way, I saw this thing on uh, 60 Minutes where they mm-hmm. talked about this 15-year-old terrorist, or he was at the time, and he was getting brought up and he was going to go in front of the, uh, the courts. Yeah. And... Like, they had video of him talking and, like, one of his, I don't know, uh, cousins or something talking. And to hear the way this guy, this 15-year-old, talked about wanting to die uh, as a suicide terrorist. But the main thing that he wanted to die for was the 72 virgins. Again, I've said this many times before. They never make it specific if you're getting female virgins. So all these people, if it's true, they could be going up there and just get a bunch of young boys. But, dude, think about that. Remember when you were like in 15? And so there you are, and you got some older guy telling you, dude, okay, so you can live here in the squalor, or you can go and you can blow yourself up, and there are going to be 72 virgins there who all want to take care of you, who all want to do you. Why 72? Why not just five? Five should last you quite a while. And the thing about it is... you get 72 all at the same time, or they spread out? I don't understand how it works. Can you... Can you take a lump sum for 36, you know, <laughs> instead of get them all spread out over time? But as a 15-year-old, and you're like, yeah. Because remember how much you wanted to get laid? Oh, yeah. And in a sexually suppressed area like that, and you're told, dude, you can die, and once you die, you will get laid by all these 72 hot chicks. Yeah, and they get to do that while watching this MTV Arabia and uh, listening to their favorite song, Baby Got Burka. <laughs> It'll be right, terrific. That's had enough for you. <laughs> The War on Dancing, a Texas school is banning freak dancing and grinding, with officials calling it dadgum nasty. Where is this at? Uh, It's in Texas, Ah, where teens at the school say grinding might look erotic, but it's just dancing. No, not not, not to the guys. The guys you're grinding on, we don't know why you can't just go the extra mile. You, you, You were doing it between jeans. Let's take out that gasket. And let's do it for real. Have when, you, you, when a girl's grinding on you, don't you think, all right, I can screw up this girl, no problem. I don't understand how girls can do themselves against your leg. 
uh, like a dog run, in heat. Not even just against your leg. They're they're up yeah. in the crutchel region. And then the song is over, and they just walk away. And you're sitting there, and you're like, I'm so going to score the whole time while you're dancing. Like, you're trying to grab some ass, and a lot of times they'll let you, like, they'll mm-hmm. let you put your hands. Anywhere. Anywhere. For, those for, for like, that song, for that three minutes, that is an open game. But if you if she goes, uh, leaves you during that song and goes to the bar, try going up behind her and grabbing that ass again. Right. And see what happens. And that's what I found so interesting, how chicks can separate the idea of freak dancing, or freaking as we used to call it, and grinding. And then once the song is over, it's done. Does that essentially mean that they're all strippers? Yeah. I mean... Like, instead of doing it for tips, they're doing it for drinks, like it's their version of a drink ticket or something, and that's what they're dancing for? I mean, I I think that that's their way of having sex without having sex, you know, and being called a whore. Because uh, it's very acceptable to go out there and dance like that. But it's not acceptable to just pull a random guy out of a bar and sleep with them. So I think that's kind of their way of getting their um, their sexual aggression out without out that. But I'm surprised that we don't walk into more male bathrooms at these clubs and guys just aren't in that stall working themselves. Because you you get to that point where you're like, oh god, I got I got to do something here and. A lot of times you want to just run to the bathroom and go take care of it real quick. No, absolutely. Uh, 800-636-1067. Going back to the... That's not hand soap in there. Uh, Going back to the MTV uh, Arabia, Mm -hmm. Wild Hawk says 72 virgins means 72 girls you have to teach how to give oral. And really... That's annoying, yeah. Is that a place that that you want to end up being? What do you do? You just teach the smartest one and have her go around and, uh, you know... Show them. And that's the way to do it. By osmosis. It is the Hideout 106.7 WJFK, and we are in the middle of the Hideout headlines. Teen arrested for making bomb. 14-year-old kid experimenting with online instructions of how to make a bomb from household chemicals was arrested after police heard about his backyard Antics, dubs, should he have been arrested? No. What he made, and I'm not going to tell people how to make it and everything because whatever, but it's a works bomb. It's a very, very easy thing to do with, and it it's fairly, you know, safe as far as bombs go. It's not going to really hurt anybody. Um, we made them as kids. They were just silly little, like, it was like a, a firecracker, basically, an M80. It was just to hear that big boom. It wasn't to hurt anything or, you know, to blow anything up. Uh, it, it Doesn't this seem like, too, it's part of one of those things you do when you're growing up as yeah. a kid? Like, is PETA going to come get you now because you use a magnifying glass to burn up ants? Are we really to that point in our society where none of the stuff that you did uh, as a kid while growing up, like, all that stuff's going to get you in trouble? You know what I mean? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm saying I, I've, I've done many things as a kid that probably should have gotten me in trouble. If I would have got caught doing some of the things I did as a kid, I would have gotten in a lot of trouble. But this thing right here I did, and I, I never dawned on, it never dawned on me that it would be something I could get arrested for and that kids are getting arrested for now. It's just stupid. You can't be a kid like you were, like, when we were kids. Like, we were just running around with uh, knives slashing the Achilles heels of the elderly. I mean, you can't do that anymore. All of a sudden, they're going to arrest you. I don't think we could ever do that. I don't think that was ever acceptable. And well, What about 
when you're playing doctor with your hot cousins, you know, and it's OBGYN day and everyone's just there and you get a line outside and you're the doctor and you're just talking to your nurse about how, you know, busy you are because it's all stacked up out there. With your cousins. You can't do this stuff anymore? What no. is this? No. What kind of society are we living in when you can't use your little infant baby as a kicking tee? All of a sudden they're going to drag you away? Yes. I mean, that's a far cry from making a works bomb. I don't know what kind of upbringing you had. So he's learning stuff on the internet, right? Mm -hmm. Is it a good thing he didn't find LemonParty.org? Or Two Girls, One Cup? <laughs> he would have he been walking around with a Slurpee cup and everybody would have been, ah, that kid's messed up. <laughs> Kid ain't right. I'm going to see if I can do this. Tub, <laughs> tubgirl.com. Let's see if I can learn anything oh, from that. What child hasn't tried that one? It's the hideout. Uh, Hefe Dubs back with the sports quick hitters and also the audio of overload. 800-636-1067. Ponder this during the break. A guy came up with a list of the 10 sports names that need to be changed. Where is the Redskins on the list and did it make it? I'll tell you next. It's 106.7 WJFK in the height. I swear you guys ripple me 13 or 14 more times. I'm out of here. You're in, in the hideout. Yeah. Hideout. Yeah. Why? You guys feel you have to be so negative. Hang up on the horn. Next caller. Negative. You shut the hell up, sir. Get in the car accident right now. Look at you. You already got the lung cancer. You beast. Negative. The face fits kicking. Negative. We're done with you and your show sucks. The Hideout with El Jefe and J-Dubs. Such a negative influence. Back in the Hideout, it's 106.7 WJFK. El Jefe and J-Dubs are live. Hideoutradio.com is the website and on the AOL Instant Messenger, Hideout Radio. That's correct, J-Dubs. I know. Through the hideout headlines already. Mm -hmm. Just finished that up. Uh, a lot of stuff coming up in hour three. Hour three is dialed back just a little bit. We slowed down the pace. One of the things uh, is we're about to head into the sports uh, version of the show. It's tough looking at you. Why? You And we'll talk about this more in hour three. Are you having a herpes breakout? It's not a herpes breakout, for one. I have one... And it's not even a zit right now. It's, Flare. <laughs> it's on my lip, but like my lip is puffed up like I got punched. So like one side of my lip looks like it's been, you know... By a herpes virus. No, no. I'm punched by a, by a strong dude and his manly force. Skin. No. Force. Oh. Uh, yeah, it's really disturbing to look at, though. Like, I'm looking at it now, and you, it's like you have chewing. You got this really big bottom... Lip, mm -hmm. and like, like Bubba from Forrest Gump. Yeah, could could you like that mic that you're on? Are you gonna spread that around, or other people? No, it's not. It's not spreadable. It's just a big zit that's kind of infected in my lip. It's pretty do, nasty. Do we need to stop and get some Valtrex for you? On no, the no home? Valtrex. Nothing like that. It's not herpes. It's not anything like that. HPV. Oh, it's not a human papillomavirus virus or whatever it is. I can't even speak straight. Well, I, I just that's your normal speech impediment, so I don't know if that's hindering or if you're actually sounding better. Let's do the hideout sports quick hitters. Hideout sports quick hitters. Ladies and gentlemen. Similar to the headlines, only uh, 30 minutes of it, though, and it is the biggest sports headlines for mm -hmm. stories of the week. And Dubs, we started off 
with the top ten sports teams that should be renamed. And uh, this is according to HeidiHo.com. Number ten, the Memphis Grizzlies. Makes sense because the Grizzlies were originally in Vancouver and Bears or something that were native to you know the Northwest. I, I don't find it to be a bad thing when the the animal's not native to the area. As long as it's like a fierce animal that you're supposed to uh, be afraid of, then I yeah that then uh, it makes sense. But uh, it, it doesn't have to be indigenous to your area. Number nine, the Stanford Cardinal. Yeah, the Cardinal needs to go because it's a color. It's not actually like Cardinals. It's the actual uh, color. Cardinal. Even if it is the Cardinals, like the Arizona Cardinals. Both of them. They need to be changed because a Cardinal is not a, a, a scary thing. That's number four, the Arizona Cardinals. Number eight was the Orlando Magic, which makes sense to me because they're... Magic's in, for fruits? Well, they're in, you know, they're in the land of Disney. Why wouldn't you call them the Magic? Because it, it, no team should be named after a Disney character. The Mighty Ducks need to go, and the Magic need to go. It's a, it, it's not a, You can't mix those two worlds. The L.A. Lakers... Which, of course, were originally in Minneapolis, and it made sense to them. But in L.A., there are no lakes. No. So that doesn't mean uh, anything uh, as far as actual ties to it. The Cleveland Browns, which were named after Paul Brown, and then he ended up leaving Cleveland and starting the Bengals. So, again, the Browns don't make any sense. They're holding on to that. Yeah, and the Browns, they keep on you know, going back to that name. They could have changed it up when they went to uh, the Ravens, when uh, the Cleveland moved to you know, Baltimore. Although it is, it is appropriate for the town of Cleveland because the grass is brown. That or they could have been called the grays for the sky. Uh, but those are a couple of things that could have fit. The Toronto Raptors, I did not know this, they were named the Raptors because Jurassic Park was huge at the time. Really? And that's the reason why they were kind of trying to tie into that whole thing. That's according to this HeidiHo.com. Uh, Washington Wizards at number three. What do you think, DC? Do you, uh, do you miss the bullets? I do. I, I, the Wizards, another thing, just like the Magic, where you don't mix that, that fruity, nerdy uh, you know, kind of era with the sports. Those, those people don't get along, and it's not going to really... Uh, attract any kind of uh, uh, fear or, you know, kind of attention to your team. No one's going to want to walk around with something that says magic across it. It's a WNBA team at it's that point. Wizards, how about Warlocks? Warlocks even sounds cooler than Wizards. Yeah, Wizards Wizards are skinny and old and gay. Actually, technically they are, according mm-hmm. to uh, the Harry Potter book not too long ago. Number two, as far as sports teams that should be renamed, the Los Angeles Clippers. Uh, that was because it had a whole tie to San Diego, and then the team ended up moving to L.A. So both of the L.A. T- uh, basketball teams really the have no tie yeah. to the region. And number one, the Utah Jazz, which is so true. Um, they were a New Orleans team? Yes. Uh, Dubs, what was left off the list? Redskins, I think, need to go. I, for one, you know, just calling yourself... An average, you know, Native American. You aren't even picking a chief. You aren't picking, uh, you know, one of the one of the higher higher top uh, Indians. You're picking Redskins. And I know this gets brought up all the time. We're not going to sit here and rehash it, but it is an incredibly racist name. And I, at some point, it's time for it will get changed at some point. You know, people it, in the area to realize and come to grips with that fact. It is a uh, a disturbing racist name Mm -hmm. it's like having the detroit darkies you could not have that name (laughs) as much as dubs you probably called your lions left with your father at some point you can't do that 
It's just not possible. 800-636-1067. What else was left off the list? I think the Columbus Blue Jackets of the NHL. And this isn't like a team that's been around for a long, long time. It's it's a new franchise team, and they called themselves the Blue Jackets. Right. I don't understand that. Uh, other teams, too, that I think uh, are stupid, like the Sonics uh, up in Seattle, the, the Packers. Yeah, the Packers are one of them. That, uh, it kind of makes sense because people are always packing to get out of that stupid-ass town. <laughs> I think about you're right. It makes sense. Gilbert Arenas. Out three months after going knee surgery, mm-hmm. uh, undergoing knee surgery. So for the Wizards, or as I'm going to start calling them, the Warlocks, is it time to shut down for the season if Agent Zero can't play? Um, well, in your head, in your mind, you set up yourself to know that this this season's over. If anybody does step up and you have a great season, awesome. It's a it's a surprise for you, but. You never expect anything out of a team when their star goes down. Yeah, you're trying to play for, like, uh, O.J. Mayo or whoever mm-hmm. the hot college basketball player happens to be. You're playing for next season. Yeah. If the one of the biggest stars in the NBA, let alone on your team, is out. And, like, how do you have to feel if you're some of the other guys on the team? Are you excited because maybe you're going to get some playing time? But then even then, what is that going to matter when it comes to contracts? Because everyone's going to say, well, well, those were inflated numbers because you were taking more shots because Arenas was out. And, yeah, if you, and they would say, you know, if you may have uh, uh, made us win some there, we would give you another contract. But even how well you played, we still lost. Why would, why would we give you more money? By the way, I just want to say this, too, and go on the record. I love Gilbert Arenas. He's awesome. I think he's great for the game. He writes a highly entertaining blog. Uh, and I think he's a really good player, and he's good not only for the NBA, but he's good for the team. Mm-hmm. And that's what sucks the most about having this cat go out for for uh, for three games or for three months now. <laughs> Nick Saban compares loss to 9/11 and Pearl Harbor uh, <sighs> as Alabama lost to. Louisiana Monroe. Yeah, yeah. Twenty-one fourteen. This year has been a terrible year for college football, for one. And um, yeah, I mean, and another thing, you can't kind of equate a game to nine eleven. I don't care how bad the game was. I don't care if it, you know, if you lost a hundred or nothing. It's, it's not as bad as nine eleven. How many people died at your game? Do you have the hideout download of this, J Dubs? Uh, here we go. Here's Nick Saban on the loss. Hideout download. Changes in history usually occur after some kind of catastrophic event. Uh, it may be 9-11, which, you know, sort of changed the, the spirit, you know, of America relative to a catastrophic event. You know, Pearl Harbor got us ready for, you, you know, about? World War II or whatever, and that was a catastrophic event. And I don't think anyone... Um, in this room would have bet that you know we would lose back to get back games to Mississippi State or ULM no disrespect to either one of those teams they talk about alcoholics and people like that who never ever change until they hit rock bottom well they change because when they hit rock bottom they have an awareness they have an acceptance and they make a commitment to change 
I, and I think that's what our players need to do right now because in the last two weeks or since the LSU game, you know, I haven't seen the same spirit. I haven't seen the same commitment. I haven't seen the same perseverance. I haven't seen the same work ethic. And that's something that we got to get right. Wow. Mm-hmm. So he tied in 9-11, mm-hmm. Pearl Harbor, and, and alcoholism yep. all into a loss to Louisiana Monroe. By all the way, into 60 seconds. By the way, uh, LSU lost yesterday. Yes. They, they were knocked off the number one, and I hate college football. And it's, it's been a terrible year. And it's God awful. Yeah, it's so stupid. Uh, just the way the year has gone and how everything's going to play out, and it's obviously yet another reason why we need a playoff. But getting back to Saban, could he have also fit in more cliches? <laughs> like he rattled off seven in a row these sports cliches. Yeah, we're going to war here. Uh, you know, we're going to put the arm around, and we're going to take it one game at a time uh, because, as you all know, it's a game of inches, and we just got to thank the Lord that He's on our side. Dropped our, dropped our knees, and thank God. Yeah, and we got to just keep our focus we through the whole the, thing. We have the best fans in the world yeah. who stick with 13th us, man, and they realize that it's a marathon and not a sprint. Pound for pound, we're the best team out there. It, it has to be. Do you have any more? Uh, is there another uh, hideout download of Nick Saban? Yeah, here he continues to go off and gets a little more upset. Hideout download. And I wish nobody would ask me about that anymore. Because right, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Right, every coach that I've ever been around that sugarcoats it for the players, it does no good and it just blows up. Rubbing and loving their neck and rubbing their neck and all that stuff when they're doing the wrong thing. And if you did that, y'all would crucify us. Is that what kind of program you want here? Is that what kind of program you want the University of Alabama to have to represent the people in this state, the great tradition that we have here, and the great institution that this is, and the great state that this is, and all the people that we represent? That's what you want? You answer that question. The question was... Don't stutter. Answer the question. It's yes or no, like a lie detector. All right, dude, you're the one who just lost to Louisiana Monroe. What and, are you getting on a reporter about? And then you're talking about rubbing and loving on your players next. And if we did that, y'all would crucify us. Hold on. Rubbing and loving their neck and rubbing their neck and all that stuff when they're doing the wrong thing. Resting my head in their lap, giving them treats. <laughs> Snuggling my nose up against their ribs. Giving them Eskimo kisses right there in the locker room. Smelling the undercarriage, <laughs> you know, stuff that coaches Manly do. things do. What, yeah. a, what an ass. <laughs> it is the Sports Quick Hitters, Hefe and Dubs in the hideout, 106.7 WJFK. Michael Vick decides to check into prison three weeks early uh, as his sentencing's coming up uh, soon, and he's decided, you know, they're going to at least give me three weeks so I may as well go ahead and get this started. Did he hear Harrington was going to start for him this week? Is that why he, he's like, screw it, I can't even watch this anymore. I need to go. Put me in the federal pound-me-in-the-ass prison because uh, I'd rather do that than go uh, watch another uh, Falcons game. 800-636-1067. Doesn't this whole thing kind of look silly? What? Him being... Yeah, now that we're removed from the whole idea of the dog fighting and it's we're not caught up in the frenzy of it anymore, doesn't the Michael Vick situation kind of look stupid? Is it illegal? What he did? I don't know. Is it? Maybe, yes. Maybe not in his neighborhood. And did he plead guilty? Yes. It doesn't seem silly at all. The guy <clears throat> trained animals to kill each other just for him to have a giggle. 
and make some extra bucks. But I'm talking about the frenzy and the media hype. Like looking back on it, doesn't it seem like it was like it was like we went overboard with the whole thing? I mean, here here we have a guy. Yes, he did awful things to animals, but is it a, is it a reason to throw him in jail? What really pissed me off Scooter about the whole thing? Scooter Libby out of the CIA agent. This guy did bad things to dogs. One of them's walking scot-free. He's probably going to be on the board somewhere making millions of dollars. The other one's lost his livelihood. Does it seem right? Does it seem even? It seems even because he couldn't do something normal and average like, you know, host donkey sex shows. That would have been something that everybody's like, all right, I understand this. It might not be legal, but I understand it. Do they understand it? Do I understand what you just said? I don't know where you're going with this. I, Love I, the animals. That's what I'm saying. Love them. I'm just telling you the whole thing seems ludicrous to me uh, looking back on it now. Because I'll tell you what 2007 has been. Hmm. It has been the year of the feeding frenzy. Okay? Started with Anna Nicole. Then it worked into what? Imus. Then it worked into Paris Hilton going to jail. Then there was O.J. Uh, I'm sure there were a few things in between there that I've completely even forgotten about. Uh, there, Dog the Bounty Hunter, uh, Michael Vick, all the, like this feeding frenzy of about 12 things that got us through about 24 weeks and just served as distractions from realistic stuff that's going on there, housing, uh, economic stuff, the, the war in Iraq. Just these distractions, and as you sit here and you look back on the whole thing, it just seems stupid to me that Michael Vick's getting in so much trouble when what the real issues are out there, no one's being held accountable. Who's your best friend in the world? My cat, Tycho. What if someone took Tycho and... I watch him and my other cat, Charlie, fight all the time. Not to the death. Maybe. At some point, it might. I didn't set it up, but if it's going to happen, I'm going to watch it. <laughs> you wouldn't stop it? No. They're animals. Would you take bets on it? That's what animals do. I'll bet you Jason's Deli that Charlie wins. And that's realistic. No, I'm not taking that bet. All right, Dubs, let's go through the NFL games for this weekend uh, before we end up moving on. 800-636-1067. And it is the sports quick hitters. Hefe and Dubs on 106.7 WJFK. What are the games this week, Dubs? All right, the first game we've got going is Seattle versus St. Louis. Who wins? We'll pick them. We'll go with Seattle. All right, yeah, Seattle without a doubt. Uh, Minnesota at the New York Giants. Uh, Giants on this one. Even though you need the Giants to lose because your Lions are having an awful... Yeah, an uh, awful little uh, month here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been pretty bad. Uh, and Adrian Peterson is still, is still out. So Going with Giants. Uh, Buffalo at Jacksonville. Jacksonville's on a roll. I'm picking Jacksonville. Yeah, Jacksonville sounds good. New Orleans at Carolina. It's a pretty even one. I'd say New Orleans. New Orleans. Uh, Washington at Tampa Bay. Our two cities going at it. It is because we we occasionally mention this. We do the show from Tampa uh, for Washington, Mm D.C. I'm going to go with the Skins on this. I think the Skins will have uh, enough to take out Tampa. I'm not, I'm not sold on Tampa and what yeah, they can do. Yeah, it, it really is a, a mystery to me on how they keep on winning. Jeff Garcia, quarterback, he, he's not the great quarterback that everybody's making him out to be. Uh, they have no running game, really. They're on their fourth running back, and their defense is ho-hum. I don't know how they keep on winning, but I'm going to pick uh, Washington on this one. Houston at Cleveland. Cleveland. 
even though Houston seemed to have a pretty good week last week with Andre Johnson being back, mm-hmm. I think Matt Schaub's finally healthy. I'm becoming a believer in the Browns. I like the Browns, but I'm going to take Houston in this one. Uh, Tennessee at Cincinnati. Tennessee. Going to take Cincinnati. I think they are going to finally They're start three turning around. And seven. They're pretenders. Uh, their secondary is so bad, Vince Young will probably throw over 250 yards, and he rarely throws it. This is going to be a huge game for Vince Young. He is playing, by the way, isn't mm-hmm. he? Okay. Huge rivalry game. Oakland at Kansas City. A game that I could care less about. This is one of those games growing up that was always on like a CBS or yeah, an NBC. It's, it's a, one of the longest-standing rivalries out there. And I could care less because of the fact... It's the Cincinnati no, no, I not Cincinnati, but it's the Kansas City. I hate the AFC. Yeah, and I'm not a big AFC fan either. Because I grew up in an NFC market, mm-hmm. and there's just something about the lighting. There's something away that CBS's lighting on that sucks. But whoever has had the NFC has or AFC. all. Or, I'm sorry, AFC has always had really crappy ways of presenting the game. Mm-hmm. You don't care though. You're going to pick the winner. I'll go Oakland. Again, it's even a crappy matchup. Yeah, Kansas City I'm going to take, though. Right. Uh, San Francisco at Arizona. I'm going to have to go Arizona. Yeah, Arizona. San Francisco is awful. The whole San Diego Bay Area sucks. I mean, is there anything that's good coming out of there right now? I hate Golden State as a Dallas Mavericks mm-hmm. fan, and they're awful. The Giants were no good. The A's, I don't believe, made the playoffs this year. What an awful time. The only place that probably sucks more than San Francisco is Detroit. Why? Your hometown. Why? We uh, we have some good teams going. All right. Baltimore at San Diego. I'm going to go with Baltimore. Baltimore, huh? San Diego's turned it around in the last few weeks. I'm, gonna, I'm taking San Diego. I'd like to see Baltimore finally come through, especially what happened last weekend with the Cleveland Browns mm-hmm. and the whole field goal situation. What did you think of that? Oh, it was awesome. I mean, do you think they should have had to come back out and play? Of course. Okay. It, was, it was good. Yeah. It went through the uprights. Isn't it a whole thing of it breaking the plane? Yeah. It, yeah. Once it goes through the uprights, it's good. You know, it doesn't matter what bounces out. It, but if it hits the uprights and bounces out, then no. Right. But yeah. It, but it, it has. It, it cleared it. Yeah. It has to clear the plane. Yeah. It, has that ever happened before? No. And uh, kicks are not supposed to be reviewable. Which is stupid. Yeah. So that, that'll change after this year. Yeah. And I honestly believe that. Here's what I'd like to do. I'd like to go back to the old H goalposts like we have in high school. Let's completely Let's avoid put it this. at the front of the end zone, too, just like in the old school, so someone can just get their head taken off by it. Whoever thought of the idea of, you know what, I don't like this in the front. Let's move it to the back. Like, what it was genius. That, what, what was the original thought behind that? It had to be that? sometime in the 70s. You, can you imagine how infuriating that would be if you're there and you're on the goal line and you can't like you can't, you can't throw uh, any pass through the middle. But then at the same time, you're a defense, you know. And all so, you gotta do is cover the edges. Oh, you gotta exactly. And, but you could also get picked off. It's just mm-hmm. like, it was such an odd thing. Like who was the idiot who thought of it in the beginning with? And who's the genius who thinks to move it at the end? And are, are is that all the uh, games there, Dubs? Nope. We have Denver at Chicago. Another one I could care less about, but I'm gonna say Chicago. Yeah. Because now I'm finally pulling for Rex Grossman. Really? I like to see a guy yeah. fall down and come back. All right. Philly at New England with no McNabb. Philly. You're saying Philly's going to pull it out because they're McNabless? I think that game will be 80-3. to I think that the Patriots are going to they're going to they're going to win by 70. Do you have any idea what the spread is on that? Um, not sure. It has to be at least 20 points. You think the over-under is like 60? And I think the final score will probably be... <laughs> 
40 uh, to 20? Not even that. There's no way that uh, McNabless Eagles can end up scoring 20 points. I think they have a better chance of scoring 20 than with McNabb. McNabb's been god-awful this whole year, except and, for when he played the Detroit Lions. Yeah, then he was awesome. Mm-hmm. And then anything else? Miami at Pittsburgh for Monday night. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, Pittsburgh. I see Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. And uh, I'm going to take Miami. I'm going to say they're going to go to Pittsburgh, who is uh, kind of got upset and everything. I think they're on a down slump right now. They're going to lose to Miami and give Miami their first victory. All right, Dubs, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll do the audio overload. Set up for a second what it was that you found that you were so excited to share with me. Well, I've got a few different things for the audio overload. One thing is uh, the 911 call. And you have not heard this yet, have you? It's no kind of a big story this week. Uh, a guy calls into 911. Because someone's breaking into a house next to him. and uh, It's not his house? No, it's not his house. This is his next-door neighbor's house. So he's watching this whole thing go on in his next-door neighbor's house. Oh, you're kidding. So he calls 911, and uh, you know he's telling them what's going on. The cops take a little while to show up, and they take so long that uh, the robbers are getting away. So he decides to go out and shoot these two men on the phone with 911. Got that call. Uh, also, uh, a British woman on a uh, morning show, like a uh, like a TV morning show, like Good, uh, Good Morning America or something like that. They put her on a, the fastest, tallest roller coaster in uh, Great Britain, and uh, she freaks out. Let's go to Zach on line three here in the hideout on 106.7 WJFK. Zach. Yeah, I, I wanted to comment on that Michael Vick situation. Uh-huh. Uh, how can you look at... Uh, how can you look at the hunting season where we pit uh, a 30-odd six against a squirrel and you look at a more evenly matched uh, battle between trained animals and because uh, think that uh, that somehow I'm with the you. latter is somehow uh, less fair? Because when you train animals cruelly their whole life, I mean that, that's a prolonged um, torture with the animal. And then at the end, if they don't fight well, what do you do? You hang them, you drown them, you kill them in an inhumane way. I, it's a completely different thing. I'm with Zach on this. I'm just sick of the hypocrisy once again of we can go out and we can shoot things where it's completely uneven, yet somehow because the dogs are put in bad situations uh, to fight Through each other. Life. It's okay. not like it, it was just one time you picked up these two dogs on the side of the road and said, hey, here's a piece of meat, fight for it. These, these dogs were trained their whole life and tortured their whole life. To what? Uh, win him a, a few extra dollars? Listen, I'm not condoning dog fighting. I do think the whole thing was blown completely out of proportion. That's just the way I feel when you look at everything that's going on in the totality of the world. Here's the problem. Someone you. broke the cardinal rule. What happens in dog fight club All right. stays in dog fight club. Um, and I'm going to break. It's the hideout. Hefe Dubs, 106.7 WJFK. Imagine a world without 106.7 WJFK. The hideout. Another dimension, so to say. The hideout. you guys have a uh, anything goes type situation here? Can we get a couple glasses of milk? Learn more at hideoutradio.com. Hideout. Hideout, 106.7 WJFK, Hefe and Dubs. All right, our phones are finally working. Yes, uh, that's why we didn't take uh, phone calls for a while there at the beginning of the show. But they're up now, 800-636-1067. 
And if you uh, don't feel like going in that way, you can hit us up in the AOL Instant Messenger. Hideout Radio is the name there. And check out hideoutradio.com for all the happenings and mishappenings. And it needs to be updated a lot, and mm-hmm. it will be, including you can get the podcast of the show on wjfk.com. We'll have an easy link. Also a link to the post-show podcast. Um, and uh, just a lot of stuff that's going to be added and coming forthwith. Yes. Uh, as soon as we can find the time to be perfectly honest with you. We are busy people for only uh, doing a radio show one day a week. we got other stuff going on during the week. So. Yeah, so it really is kind of tough to do as much as we uh, as we want to. 800-636-1067. Dubs, you've come up with a new uh, segment uh, that you wanted to... Uh... Yeah, so we tend to get a lot of audio. Some stuff that uh, doesn't really fit in with our headlines, some stuff that does, but maybe we want to take a little more time with. Um, so we're going to call it the Hideout Audio Overload, where we just kind of go through some of our audio and comment and have fun with it. So let's start it up. A dramatic... Oh. <laughs> what were you doing with your pants now when you were heading towards the door? To Canada now. So we have an The Hideout Audio Audio Overload. What do you have for me, J-Dubs? We're going to start off with uh, one of my favorite one so far that I've heard in a long, long time. A guy on 911 calls into 911 because someone's breaking into his neighbor's place. Yeah, so he decides to call the cops. He's carrying a shotgun with him, too, just in case, and decides to go out and take it to the streets. So here, let's start off with the 911 call. That's 911. What is your emergency? Uh, burglars breaking into a house. What's the address there, sir? 7418. Not my address, but next door, okay? Yes, sir. 7418 what, sir? Timberline Drive. Okay. Um, I'd like to pause it here. Mm-hmm. Where was this? This was in Texas. Oh, boy. As a native no. of Texas, uh, I know that accent all too well. And this is scary. Well, what's really scary is if you look him up online, if you search a story online and you find a picture of him, He's a big, fat guy wearing a cowboy hat. And not just any cowboy hat. One of those ones with those chin straps underneath it. Shut up. I swear to God, he looks like a retard. It's pretty entertaining. The hat always makes you look like a retard. There's the not- strap makes it even look worse. Okay. Uh, I've got a shotgun. Uh, do you want me to stop him? Nope. Don't do that. <laughs> uh, Ain't no property work. <laughs> well, what does he think? Yeah, yeah. Go out there and shoot him in the face. Let's do that. Can you make me a deputy? Let's deputize me. You want me to stop them? Somebody over, okay. Well, they're breaking in right now. They're in their house. Mm-hmm. I'm watching them. What color is the house they're breaking into? It's uh, kind of a red brick. My people's house. <laughs> right next to Rick. a two-story uh, brick home, my home. All right. What's the um, guys look like? White, black, Hispanic? They're black, two of them. Two black males? What are they yeah. wearing? Oh, and uh, a side note for this, they weren't black. They were Spanish. He just sees two people breaking into a house, and with that accent, you know, anything comes up black at that point. Well, when you're wearing a big 10-gallon hat, the shade over your eyes, uh, everyone looks colored. That's, you know what he wanted to say was colored. Wow, I think he wanted to go further than that. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. What's kind of a green shirt and uh, white tennis shoes and blue jeans, and both of them are in the house right now. What's the other one wearing, sir? Okay, is this turning into a phone sex line? <laughs> what are you wearing? I'm just wearing my 10-gallon hat and a pair of Speedos. Uh, here's what I imagine this guy. He's got his hat Knock on. Knock your spurs into me, buddy. He's got, he's got his hat on, okay? 
And he's got a beard, I'm assuming. No. Really? Baby face. Baby fat face. Okay. I was wrong about that. And he's wearing a diaper. It with l- cowboy boots. It looks like he probably would wear a diaper. All right. This is coming from uh, someone at the studio. Mm-hmm. Uh, dispatch sounds like Larry Michael. <laughs> Do these robbers have some Pro Bowl gazangas? That's what I'm looking for. I'm wondering. <laughs> I don't know if that story's ever been told nah, or should be. don't even worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just keep going with the hideout audio overload. The other one. <laughs> What's your last name, sir? Horn. Joe Horn. H-O-R-N. That's a black Joe, guy. What is your He's phone a receiver please? for the Falcons. Uh, this is my cell phone. And you're at what address, please? I'm at 7418 Timberline. They are next door. Do you know that number next door? Uh, I don't know if it's ascending or descending. But, um... Hurry up, man. Catch these guys, will you? Because I ain't going to let them go. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not going to let them go. I'm not going to let them get away with it. Okay. All right. Let me stop it here. Mm-hmm. This is why people with guns scare me. And especially these guys that are... I'm not anti-gun, at least not as much as I used to be. Mm-hmm. But it's guys like these who are itching to use their firearms. Oh, you know, he's just been waiting for this day. You want me to go get him? No. It's like a child. Mm-hmm. You know when a child gets a brand new toy that they have to use and that they want to go out and just use it for certain things that it's not necessary? Oh, yeah. You know? Like when you get your little girl a new easy-bake oven and all of a sudden she wants to cook casseroles and wants to do all sorts of stuff with it. This is what this guy is, an overgrown redneck with a toy mm-hmm. that he's ready to use on the coloreds. Someone right over there, okay? Don't hang up. I'm not hanging up, but I'm telling you right now, I don't like this kind of stuff, man. This is ridiculous. Yes, sir, it is. Jesus. Broad daylight. I don't know if they're armed or not. I know they got a crowbar because that's what they broke in the windows with. Yeah. I can't see the front. I can go out the front, but if I go out the front, I'm bringing my shotgun with me. I swear to God. No, I'm no. not going to let them get away with it. I can't take a chance on getting killed over this, okay? No. Well, don't, don't, don't go outside. I'm going to shoot. Stay inside I pause it. Don't go that's what the, uh, the operator is saying. Don't go outside. Again, it's one of those things where I don't want to beat your ass, but I'm gonna. I have to. Just has to happen. It drives, it drives me nuts that this is the reason. This is what the whole bowling for Columbine thing was. Mm-hmm. If it was a Canadian, they would have closed their shutters and let the person next door get their stuff jacked. Fine. Keep your nose out of it. If they come into your house, sure. If you want to, shoot them. But it's your neighbor's house. You probably don't even like your neighbor. Most people don't like their neighbors anymore. He just wanted to kill what he thought were black people. Out there, okay? I know you're pissed off, and I know what you're feeling, but it's not worth shooting someone over this, okay? I don't want to, but, I mean, if I go out there, you know, to see what the hell's going on, I mean, what choice am I going to have? No, I don't want you to go out there. I asked if you could see anything out there. If you could see. I can see a little bit of the driveway, but, see, I can't see the front. Mr. Horn? Yes. Why don't you listen to me? Wait a second. Are you playing clips from the Bubba the Love Sponge show? No. Are you sure? Positive. Is that surely what it sounds like? <laughs> the more I listen to this... No, this is entertaining. Yes. Got officers coming out there. I don't want you to go outside that house. And I don't want you to have that gun in your hand when those officers are poking around over there. Okay? I understand that. I okay. That. But I have a right to protect myself, too, sir. And yes, you understand you that. Yeah, pro- yes, and the laws have been changed in this country since September the 1st. And you know it and I know it. I have a right to protect myself. There's a law passed, and this guy's well aware of his gun laws that gave uh, gun owners more liberties to uh, protect themselves if anybody comes on their property. And that's what he's referring to there. Again, 
this is the guy looking for a fight. Yeah, oh, he he he's been keeping up on his uh, on his laws and on when it's legal for him to kill someone because he's been waiting. He wants to. He he's been looking for someone to invite him out to that surviving the game thing so he can shoot iced tea in the face. Um, I'm right and a shotgun is a legal weapon. It's not an illegal weapon. No, it's not. I'm not saying that. I'm All right. Not wanting you to. You know, <laughs> okay, he's safe. coming out the window right now. I gotta go, buddy. I'm hey, sorry. But he's don't, out the don't. Don't go out the door, Mr. Horn. Mr. Horn. He stole something. I'm going out the window. No, I'm sorry. I ain't, gonna, I ain't gonna let him get away with it. He stole no, something. They got a bag of something. I'm okay. doing it. Mr. Horn, do not stop it. Stop it. Oh my I'm God. doing it. You can't stop me. Why did he even call 911? What was the point of it? Just say he tried to do something. He tried to get cops out there. You know how many people there are? I Look, I don't want to be anti-gun here, but I'm going to say the vast majority of these guys, these Ted Nugents, this is this is their quote unquote nocturnal emission. <laughs> this is the moment they've been waiting for. They sit there and they stroke their gun like it's a pet, waiting for the day that they can spot some person of color just strolling through their neighborhood. Uh, and well, uh, to be fair, these people weren't just strolling no, through their neighborhood. Because I'm sure he was looking. If you come on my side of the street, this is going to happen to you. I guarantee. There's no reason to go to this link. No, he's definitely over the line. But yeah, I I think that he's been looking for. A reason and now he thinks he's justified and this brings back so many memories of texas and growing up in texas you white people are crazy well, you and your guns here's the thing with guns bring i, out I the gym. completely think people should be able to carry them not with, anymore this turned me with the proper testing no this guy could iq iq definitely i think there should be a multiple and there should be a long wait for it not long long but a long enough wait where people are you know uh dedicated to the safety of their firearm go join the police uh force go to iraq if you want to shoot brown people hmm. but what are you Make doing think that's not what I meant to do. It's the Hideout 106.7 WJFK and the audio right. overload. We're about to get good. Getting you, getting you caught up. This is a guy who is uh, on the phone with 911. He spotted some people breaking into his next-door neighbor's house. He calls the 911 hotline and is basically essentially, during the whole course of the conversation, talking himself into going out there and shooting these people that mm-hmm. are stealing things. All right, here we go. Yeah. This ain't right, buddy. You're going to get yourself shot if you go outside that house with a gun. You want to make a bet? Okay, stay in the house. They're they're getting away. That's all right. Property's not worth killing someone over. Okay? Don't go out (laughs) of the house. Don't be shooting nobody. I know you're pissed and you're frustrated. Uh, Hold on a second. I know he's the voice of reason, but seriously, as a Texan, do you have to say don't be shooting nobody? (laughs) Did we not have English class in Texas? I think this guy could speak properly unless you wanted to, but he knew his audience. He's talking down to the audience? you got to know your audience. They got a bag of loot. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> What's this, a silent film? <laughs> he just said they got big, big bags uh, with uh, the S on them. He's Yosemite Sam. Sam. That's what it is. He's Yosemite Sam. He, I have. They got rooting, tooting bags of loot. As a Texas Tech University graduate, I have little emblems of this guy. <laughs> what is this? Is it UNLV? Tex, Texbonics? God damn it. 
don't come out the house. Don't be shooting nobody. I know you're pissed and you're frustrated, but don't do it. They got a bag of loot. Okay. How big is the bag? They're carrying a bag a hand. Of They're walking out about a hand hook. Yeah. Yeah. Which way are they going? I can't. I'm going outside. I'll find out. I don't want you going outside, Mr. Horn. Well, there you go, buddy. You hear the shotgun clicking, and I'm going. Oh. No, go outside. All right, hold on. It's like he's on the phone with his buddy. He didn't call 911. He called his pal. Yeah. You hear a shotgun click and I'm going. Is this not like he's talking to an authority figure? He's Mm-mm. not He's not thinking that he's talking to an authority figure. He's just uh, talking to someone, you know, just to keep his mind busy while he kills someone. This is Larry Michael. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> so the guy in the studio insists that it sounds... The, the, who is it? The guy in the... The, yeah, the, uh, the, the dispatcher. dispatcher. Yeah. <laughs> this is Larry Michael. That's him shooting? Mm-hmm. 911 Get the law over here quick. I've man, get one of them's in the front yard over there. He's down. The other one's run down the street. Where I are had you? no charge. They came in the front yard with me, man. Where I are had you? no charge. I'm a 7418 Timberline. Uh, hold on, over. hold on. Now all of a sudden he's yelling he had no choice. He didn't have to go outside. Now, this man still has not been charged with anything. What? Nothing. He should never be allowed to have a gun again. He should not be allowed. His boards on, there should be boards over his windows. He should not be allowed to. There should be bars on his windows. Yeah. They should be uh, called a cell. Let's go to Dave on line one. You're in the hideout on JFK. Yeah, hi. Are you guys positive that the uh, robbers were uh, black? No, they're, no, they were Mexican. Yeah, but they, he, uh, oh, they're Mexican. Yeah, he, he thought they were black when he broke into the house. When he uh, when he first told the dispatcher, uh, he said they were black. Oh, okay, because I hadn't heard any of the, the story other than the break-in, and, and you said brown, so, well, I guess brown's different than black. So. But he, he thought... Not that, in his eyes. He thought they were black when they broke in. Uh, you, have you heard the 911 call? Does it sound like he... Didn't it sound like he was talking himself into it? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Well, he yeah, he was he was priming himself, for sure. Yeah, he was getting... But, uh, thanks for the phone call, Dave. He was getting himself hyped up. He was getting himself pumped up. Yeah, well, he... he he was just building the courage. That whole call was just to build the courage to do it. I had to. I had no choice. Right, I'll go back to the right when he runs inside. Because he drops the phone, then goes out. Nine one one pass. Get the law over here quick! I oh, man, get one of them's it. in the front yard over there. He's Stop! Stop. <laughs> I got to get the law over here quick. I just shot him. <laughs> get the law over. Here. They got the loot. Get the law. <laughs> Texas, Texas, Florida, it's all the same. Deep in the heart of Texas. Northern Virginia in some areas, once you get past Manassas. <laughs> Even parts of Manassas. Down, the others run down the street. Where are I had you? no charge. They came in the front yard with me, man. Where I had are no you? choice. I'm a 7418 Timberline. Get somebody over here quick, man. All right, Mr. Horn, are you out there right now? No, I am inside the house. I went back in the house, man. They came right in my yard. I didn't know what this is going to do. I Did you? You puss! You are a puss! You ran out there, you shot him, and you ran back inside. You got a shotgun. If you're such a badass, get out there and stand over him. Like it's like your doughboy and boys in the hood. 
and it's the end, and you just got the guys who shot Ricky. You clown. I hate this man. Quote, unquote, man, this fat baby. That's what he is. <laughs> if you saw a picture of him, you'd agree there. Just a fat baby. Okay. Shoot somebody, Mr. Horn. Yes, I did. The Where are, are you right, right now? now? I'm inside the house. You're inside 7418. Put I'll, that, Mr. Horn, put that gun down before you shoot an officer of mine. I've got several officers out there without uniforms on. I am in the front yard right now. I am put a- that gun down. There's officers out there without uniforms on. Do not shoot anybody else. Do you understand me? I understand. I've got I police officers out there that I do not. Pause again like you're talking to a child. You have to with this guy. Do not shoot anybody else. You must be joking. I'm in the front yard waving my hand right now. You, got, okay? you don't have a gun with you, do you? No, no, right. no. You see a uniformed officer? Change baby's hey, diaper. Lay down on the ground and don't do nothing else. No. Lay down on the ground, Mr. Horn. Do what the officers tell you to do right now. Where's the gun? In the house. Where? In the chair. That's the end of it. They're yelling at him like a child. <laughs> All right, I'm going to start the movement now. Let's ban all guns. It's time to get rid of them. Because here's this guy, this law-abiding citizen. All right? Yes, I understand that they were stealing the loot. I get that. (laughs) But when it comes down to it... He just got home from a hard day of panning gold. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And uh, his wife is still making her way across the Oregon Trail. Uh, He's been under the, a lot of pressure. And the daughter's dying from the dysentery. dysentery. <laughs> get, <laughs> well, they had to forge the river. They couldn't hire the Indian to help them cross. Get the law over here. <laughs> Listen, I want to say this, and I mean it with all my heart. I hate Texas, and I have a strong dislike for white people right now. Why? Because you know how you guys look at OJ, and he represents all black people? Mm-hmm. This guy, to me, represents all white people. You know, when I see white people, what I see? This guy and George W. Bush. In fact, I think this guy probably looks like Frank Caliendo impersonating George W. Bush. You really are far off. You're very, very close. It's a hideout 106.7 WJFK. Were you guys with me 13 or 14 more times? I'm out of here. You're in, you're in the hideout. Yeah. The hideout with El Jefe and J. Dubs. Just two men sharing the night. It might seem wrong, but it's just right. It's just two men sharing each other. It's just two men like loving brothers. One is screaming, he's so happy. The other screaming, a passionate shout. It's the night, man. The feeling's so wrong and right, man. Learn more at hideoutradio.com. The Hideout. Back in the Hideout, 106.7 WJFK. 800-636-1067, the AOL Instant Messenger name, Hideout Radio. And go to our website, hideoutradio.com. Absolutely. For life-saving tips. It is hour three, J-Dubs. Uh, on this Saturday night in Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. I'm still trying to recover. I, we got a completely different thing here. But this I'm, break, yeah. Yeah, this break. But I'm still trying to recover from the last break. And the redneck and the audio overload of 
shooting the brown people that were breaking into the door, ne- uh, the house next door, mm-hmm. stealing the loot. Hey, loot. What do you do? You have to shoot them. And get a hold of the law. You know what I mean? The other interesting thing about this, too, is how this guy was stuck in, like, I'm going to say the 1800s. Like, in just the way he was talking. Like, he was in Texas, but when Billy the Kid was roaming uh, the the streets of uh, Hillsdale in Texas or in Waco. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's just amazing how people can still not progress. You think in America we're the biggest, we're the baddest country in the world. Well, this guy wasn't the biggest. And Big fat bastard. And Fat W is <laughs> still there using, you know, using vernacular like that. Yeah, I, I, I didn't think anybody said loot anymore, except for Tony, Tony, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you got that reference, congratulations. <laughs> All right, Dubs, let's switch gears here. Um... Go ahead and punch up our guests, fellas. Dana Myers and BootyParlor.com. Uh, Dana, you there? Hello, hello. How are you, sweetie? Good to I'm have you. Pr- well, welcome I'm to the hideout. great. How are you? Good. I am Hefe. That is Dubs. Hi. Hello. And a couple of weeks ago, Dubs, you and I did this story mm-hmm. about an MB- uh, MSNBC poll and also an ABC News poll that showed 40% of American surveyors still searching for that something special to make their lives sizzle. And that 55% of Americans consider themselves to be traditional in the bedroom, 29% want to be more adventurous, 41% said they want their partner to be more adventurous sexually. And we were talking about that, and even just kind of shocked in, like, the numbers, where the numbers stood. Yeah. You remember the conversation, Dubs? I believe so. And, oh, good. It's good that you remember the show. <laughs> That's tough on me sometimes. Right? I know. I understand that. So I wanted to bring in Dana Myers for a couple of different reasons. First of all, I'm in a relationship. And I, I, I just realized I'm going on like two and a half years now. Wow. Yeah, almost in the third year. And it was about this. Danger zone. Yeah. It was about this time in my marriage uh, when things started falling apart. Right, yeah, in my relationship that I was in, about two and a half, three years is right when it got boring. Okay, I'm, I'm lying to you. It was about ten months into the marriage when, when, when I'm closing my eyes and I'm thinking of somebody else. Oh, that was two weeks into my relationship, my five-year relationship, that I uh, I started closing my eyes and thinking of, because I, I conquered that mountain. I, 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 I climbed Kilimanjaro and I wanted to think of the Appalachians. Literally. So what ends up... No, she wasn't a fat woman. Please. So what happens, Dana? Like, have you, Dana, have you seen the show Tell Me You Love Me on uh, HBO? Yes. Yeah, oh, I have. It's such a guilty pleasure for me. Dubs and I sit there and watch this like two house frows, uh, watching these three relationships. For those of you that don't know, first of all, it's great because it's, it's essentially pornography. But then on top of that, it's these relationships that go to a psychotherapist mm-hmm. uh, and these couples who are having problems either sexually sexually, or with their relationship. One of the girls who's so hot, it's like a kind of a, a whorish girl that like sleeps around and stuff. But, the, but the, the two couples that drive me the crazy are the ones that reminded me of my marriage. They're the, <laughs> the ones that were sexless. Mm-hmm. And like, because let me tell you this, Dana. And I'm not kidding you. And last time we were on in D.C., we talked about this. I went almost a year without having sex with my wife. Why? Just never occurred. All right, let me tell you what happened. And this is a good way to, to bring it in. By the way, Dana has a great website. It's bootyparlor.com. Go check it out. Booty 
Parlor.com. Here's what happened, Dana, and see if you could identify what, what, where it went wrong. I, uh, I don't know. We were busy, <laughs> and I was no longer interested sexually. Yeah. Because we were busy, and like well, I, oh, go ahead. It's kind of. I mean, people do get busy. It's it's kind of the modern couple's problem. You know that things become very routine. Everything. Mm-hmm. Everything's you know, on a list. Not, Everything that's not exactly everything's on a list, but sex automatically goes to the bottom of that list, and uh, well, uh, bills for, and our kids and our jobs, everything else comes first. And for, then, if you don't have sex, things then start to fall apart in the relationship, and you guys just become friends, and then you've got it, a real problem. That's what happens. Just roommates. That's what. That's exactly what happened in my relationship. It was it was more of a roommate thing with me in the end too, where you know if we did have sex, it was scheduled for Sunday after Entourage. And he's not lying. No, no. You know what? It's it's very common. People people do have to schedule sex, and you think, oh well, then we've lost the spontaneity. Then what's it all about if we have to schedule? But the fact of the matter is, no matter what you have to do to have it, just do it. I mean, if you've got to schedule it, if you've got to make it a quickie in the morning, if you've got to make it... No, nah, she's stank in the morning. Saturday, I wasn't into that. You know, Honestly. You've got, I mean, it kind of stinks that you have to schedule it. But whatever you have to do, you've got to have more sex that you're having, the more you want to have. Now, the less it. you have, the more you think for women, oh, I can go without it. And for men, I think then you probably start to look elsewhere. Now, Hefe told me a story a while ago about um, his wife used to write lists, and she would stick to them. So he wrote, uh, give your husband oral on the list. And she had to do it. And she got so mad. (laughs) But I got it. Oh, she didn't like it. No. I always tell people. We do these great home parties. And, you know, I hear a lot. Oh, we're not having sex anymore. I don't know what to do. And I always say, you know, one of the best. Because women, uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're on terrestrial radio now. Hold on, no, no, hold on a second. Hold on a second. We're talking to uh, Dana Myers. Her website is bootyparlor.com. Uh, 800-636-1067. Let me clean up what Dana said. She said, what, you know, a lot of times women only like to be uh, of a sexual nature once or twice a week. But the important thing is variety. So you got to spice it up a little bit. And what she said that we had to dump uh, was you got to do it more of in a, uh, like you mix it up. You use, you don't do traditional. Mm-hmm. And sometimes well, you, you know, What I meant to say, and you'll have to excuse me because it's it's just been a random day. So I apologize for that slip. What I meant to say is that it's great to have, you know, a great with your partner once or twice a week. But mm-hmm. over the course of that week, find some time to just give your partner a little loving. You know, take care of him a little bit more, and you'll find that typically the man becomes a lot happier once his needs are being taken care of a little bit more frequently. Well, what I, what I found helped out is draw a face on it. Uh, and, you know, sometimes it's winking, sometimes it's frowning. All right. Sometimes, but honestly, uh, a girl I was seeing like soon after my 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 long time relationship. But one of the biggest reasons I ended that one is that I would go the extra mile, but I wouldn't get that in return. Right. That was really? one of the things. Yeah, and uh, so it seemed like too much work you, for me. Were you com- 
were you communicating that that's what no, you No, no, I don't. I don't do that. I, I you, you know, I, I, you know, I, I just kind of look at it and go, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Really? Yeah, you hopefully. want me to do that? No, thank you. We're talking to Dana Myers. The website is bootyparlor.com. She's a sex expert, been on Geraldo at Large, been on Playboy Radio, has a master's uh, in business and entertainment from NYU. So she she knows her stuff, and I wanted to have her on here because I'm at that point in my relationship. Look, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't feel like it's going downhill, but I would like to mix it up a bit. I'd like to get something from bootyparlor.com and introduce it. Like, how do you introduce um, may, toys? Maybe Dana will uh, agree with me on this one. And this is something you can use. Just get some hot dog buns. Some relish. Some hot dog buns? Yes. And then you just walk into the room. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> with all the, Are with you the fixings. Me? No, I've Are done it before. Joking? No. Well, I, not today. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I swear to God, I've done it before. And it. It's good for a laugh, and then it gets See, the, the, it gets the, the, the ball rolling. The problem with stuff. me is it would be a pig in a blanket. It's not going to be an actual <laughs> hot dog, and I don't want to go embarrass myself. Now, one of the things, Dana, now, uh, Dubs and I, we both have uh, mothers who are older, who are... But when it comes through, we know they enjoy sex toys. Is a gift from BootyParlor.com, is it an inappropriate gift for your mom? Not at all. Not at all. I think, you know, everybody needs to have good sex. Everybody needs to have, you know, I don't know how I can say. My mom likes guys in mullets. Would you have anything that would uh, satisfy her need? Like maybe uh, one with, maybe a, a, a vibrator that has maybe the, uh, I don't know, rebel flag sticking out of the back of it. Do you have anything like that at Booty mm. Parlor? Oh, what kind of a flag? <laughs> rebel. He's from the he's, yeah, he's no, from the Midwest. How so. <laughs> about one that just hums the tune of Freebird? I think she'd be really into that one. But what about giving gifts to your mom? Like, can you do that? Did you, would you just point them, say, "Hey, Ma, go pick something out at BootyParlor.com"? No, I mean, you can you know like combine or something. We have we have toys that look like cosmetics. So we have one that looks like lipstick. We call it the lip trick. So it's very discreet. You know, we have a lot of toys. I mean, all of our toys are beautiful. They're beautifully packaged. You know, we pay a lot of attention to aesthetics and materials. So nothing is scary. You know, nothing is, you know, something that you'd find in a scary triple X store on the corner. Everything we do is really beautiful and feminine. And, you know, what we like to do is... Yeah. What? I said too bad our moms aren't. aren't. Yeah, no. My mom's a janitor. Do you have anything that maybe would resemble a broom? Hey, my mom's pushing 250 bills. That's gross. You're talking about your mother. I know my mom. Yeah, we're being honest here. (laughs) Uh, But let me ask you I caught my mom having sex while listening to 18 and Life. I'm just giving you a little peek into my mom's uh, world. Dana, let me ask you this. Going back to my relationship, if I want to yeah. introduce a toy or some of the good stuff at bootyparlor.com, how do I do that? Like, how do I tell my chick? Because I've already tried to talk her into threesomes. Should I start with toys first? Definitely start with toys and with, you know, we call them bedroom accessories and body treats mm-hmm. first. I mean, a good thing to do is go to the website together. You know, have a glass of wine, go to the website together, play around, say, you know, oh, do you like that? What do you like? Pick something that you'd like and tell me how you'd like me to use it. You know, opening up that conversation is really the first way to do it. 
And the cool thing about the website is that there's little product videos. Now, don't, you know, don't go the other way. Don't let your mind go crazy here. They're not demonstration videos. There's nothing pornographic. But, you know, there's videos where you'll see me talking about each toy, actually showing how they work. And giving ideas on how you can either use it as a woman on your own or use it as a couple. So the two of you can open up that conversation that way. You'll find out what she actually wants in the bedroom. And then once those products arrive, start with a massage. You know, really romance her in the bedroom. And then, you know, bring out the toys. I mean, have some fun. Experiment. You know, I agree, it's all Dana. about curiosity and playfulness, and it's okay to laugh and right. shouldn't be so serious. Yeah, I, I agree, Dan. And here's what you got to do, Hafe. This is how you say, "All right, this is we're going to incorporate these toys in here." You get one of these uh, marital aids, these uh, you know vibrators or whatever. And you say, "How do you want me to use this?" Because I want to use it like this. And you cue up the shower scene in American History X. And you're awful. <laughs> see if she's into that. You know, and then yeah, I'm not saying she's going to be into it, but at least she'll know where you're going. It's Dana Myers. The website is bootyparlor.com. Uh, we were talking about this earlier in the show. And I just want to ask you this really mm. quickly. Uh, just being a woman and a sexpert, how is it, and it's not really related to bootyparlor.com, but it's just a question in general. How is it that women can dance with guys at a club and completely like freak them and grind them, and then just walk away like nothing happened. Do you do you ladies get any joy out of that? Are you talking about like strippers? No, no. Like, like you're at a, a club, you're at a regular club. dance club, and a, a random girl comes up to you, starts dancing with you, grinds really closely, and then walks away and won't even like uh, give you the time of day later on. Uh, you know, I honestly have no idea. I mean, <laughs> it just seems like an odd. Like women do that, they just go up and they like they like they use your leg as it's a sex toy oh, from I see booty what parlor. You're saying. Well, you know? I mean, the thing is though, women don't get you know for woodies. I mean, right? So they they can just. I don't know. I've been with a few that uh, <laughs> I would beg to differ about that with. What club were you at? I know, right? Um, uh, it was at a. Know, I don't know. I mean, most often women club are touched by stanky guys, you know, who think that like you know. Dry, dry humping them on the dance floor is sexy, mm-hmm. so they want to get away. Right. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm not really sure. No, that's cool. I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> no, it's all right. All right, there she is. The website is bootyparlor.com. Dana Myers, this is where I learned, Dubs. Mm-hmm. Before I can have a three-way, i got to introduce toys first. And that's going to be well, probably... And you know what? Look, if your girl isn't open to a three-way, and it is my opinion that three-ways do ruin relationships, there's no reason that she can't create a fantasy where, you know, she's, like, acting like two different people and she blindfolds you and plays two different roles. I mean, that could be a big turn on as well. That's so. not a bad one. I didn't really think about that. All right, that's yeah, good. think about it. Get creative, baby. All right, there she is, Dana Myers. Thanks for joining us in the hideout, sweetie. We appreciate it. Thanks a lot, guys. Have a good See weekend. Bootyparlor.com. Because I'm telling you, dude, it's that two, two-and-a-half-year mark. Where all of a sudden, not, look, I don't feel this way mm-hmm. for my girlfriend listening at home mm-hmm. at all. I don't. You know, mm-hmm. I'm still excited with what we're doing. But I know how it goes. Yeah. I'm a guy. I've been there before. And you, you got to figure out. Do you do toys? Do you do three ways? What is it that you do? Because you got to do something to keep it, don't you? 
Well, you'd think so. I I would rather just, you know, I don't know, like a parasite move on to the next one. I, you've sucked this one dry like a vampire. Let's go on to the, uh, the, the next victim. We'll take a break. Come back. Dubs, I want to talk about your herpes outbreak. There's no herpes. And uh, just what we can do to maybe help you. And we'll wrap the show up tonight on a Saturday night. It's a hideout. 106.7 WJFK. The Hideout. The Hideout with El Jefe and J-Dubs. That's bad radio. The Hideout. The Hideout. Here's a confession. I'm in love with a man. What? I'm in love with a man. A man called God. Does that make me gay? Am I gay for God? You betcha. You're in The Hideout. Learn more at hideoutradio.com. The Hideout. Coming down the home stretch on a Saturday night. Enjoy yourselves this evening, my friends. Tefan Dubs, 106.7 WJFK. Join us, 800-636-1067, on the AOL Instant Messenger, Hideout Radio, and hideoutradio.com. It's a website. MySpace.com slash Hideout Radio, if you want to add us there. Yes. Uh, the post-show podcast will be recorded. And uh, also uh, add both of our profiles, because we... Constantly put bulletins up, updating you on different things happening with the show and around the show. So it's a good time. Last week's post-show podcast will be up at some point, Dubs Promises. Mm-hmm. We did an interview with DCRTV.com, Dave Hughes, which uh, and was I'm a not, lot of fun. Yeah, and I'm not complaining about this at all with the station or with DCRTV, Dave. But there's a lot of stuff that can't be aired, that can't be released, that I have to edit out. And it, it, it jumps around a lot. So it's a little difficult. It will be up. Maybe what I'll do, post both of them at the same time as a double feature. Okay. PSP double feature. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. We'll figure out a way. Uh, so check that out. Subscribe to that via hideoutradio.com during this portion of the show because it's been so fast and furious. Is it just me or does this show fly now? Yeah, it's really fast. Three hours is uh, quick. And there were there were times when we did we did four hours in Orlando when we did the show there on Real Radio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh boy, did the show drag. Oh, especially that last hour. The last hour was. Ugh. But when we did Saturday nights in DC, the first go around, it went pretty quick. Mm-hmm. There were nights where it felt like it dragged, and then late nights, only two hours a night. That always flew on JFK. That always flew by. But this one uh, seems to be incredibly uh, fast moving. So much of that afterwards, I really feel like we've done something. Mm-hmm. Not sure if we did, but it feels like it. Yeah, and that's all we ask is that we feel good at the end of uh, what we do. Dubs, how was your turkey day? <laughs> what day was that? Thursday? Mm-hmm. Uh, watched some football. How'd your Lions do? You know how they did. God awful. What are you guys, six, uh, six and six now? No, six and four. You're six and five, I think. Six thought. and five, yep. Six wow. and five. Uh, well, at least you got, you know, you're one game above 500. That's good enough in the NFC to still be in the race as far as the playoffs go. Yeah, but uh, everybody that we are fighting with in contention are the people who beat us. Does, should we even be playing uh, on the NFC side? Because it's going to be the Patriots. The Patriots are going to win it all, aren't they? I'm waiting for that big collapse. I'm waiting for Brady's knee to get shattered. And some horrific, uh, and I, I, I yeah. Don't why want... does Gilbert Arenas have to be hurt and Tom Brady can walk around just fine? That doesn't seem right. It doesn't seem fair in the universe. You know what else isn't fair, Dubs? Hmm.
your herpes uh, I do not have herpes. Right, I don't like you uh, spraying that rumor either. Do we? I, I want to talk. I don't know if we have any doctors listening, but Dubs, explain what you have. It's just one big zit type thing, like uh, infection. Scab? No, no scabs. Lesion? No lesions. Uh, there's only one little uh, head to the zit. Uh, when, when it all started, I popped it a couple times, and that head's gone away. Um, but m- the left side of my lip is puffed up, and I look like a stroke victim, kind of. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, one side, I, I would, I'll would i call it half of Steven Tyler I got going. Where you, my, It's true. My lip is just huge. Yeah. It's all puffed up. Like, one side's, you know, a little wrinkly, you know, like it's a like lip It's like you have some dip in. Like, it's that protruded, I guess is the word. Yeah, but my the left side of my lip, is completely tight and huge. Right. Uh, 800-636-1067 to our medical experts out there. So what do you think it is? Well, I mean, both of us have had this happen to us before. I don't have herpes. No, 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 I don't either. Uh, where, Looks uh, like it. The, where we had a big zit in our nose, mm-hmm. and uh, it got infected, and the whole side of your face kind of turns hard and painful. Yeah. The same thing's happened in my lip. So you think you have, what, like a staph infection in your lip? I don't know if it's a staph where it, infection. Where did this thing come from? I don't know. Uh, I woke up on Thanksgiving morning, and it was uh, just a little zit, you know, nothing. It, it was a little painful just because, you know, a zit right on your lip area kind of hurts. But uh, Like it wasn't, a herpes outbreak. No. But it wasn't uh, anything that I couldn't deal with. And then the next day I woke up, and it was just huge. Now, and, have you been trying to pop it? Yeah, I popped it. Both of the nights. With what? It. Uh, I just press it and make the pressure blow it all out. Did you rub some Valtrex on it? No, because it's not herpes. Where does it just something just pop up on your lip and it's not the herp? Zits happen all the time. They just pop up. That's not the bumper sticker. It's something else. It's not <laughs> zits happen. Should be. Because they they're happening to me. It's the Hideout 106.7 WJFK as we try to diagnose dubs and what it is you have. So now when I got this about a month ago, mm-hmm. six weeks ago, I went to the doctor and they said it was a staph infection. That's well, what, is that's that what they said? Yeah, that's what people are dying from. So do you think you have a staph infection in your lip? If Maybe because I had the same thing you did in your nose. I, they never technically call it a staph infection. You know people are dying from that, right? Sure, yeah. You get it, if it spreads too far, yeah. Okay, so I'm looking for a new co-host. Um, Good luck. Hideoutradio.com. You're very difficult. I'm not going to lie. So what are you going to do? Because you have health insurance through WJFK, right? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have that great plan they're offering to their part-timers who are in different states. What it's, you, a, it's a great package. What are you going to do? I don't know. Wait it out. You can't wait it out because if it gets into the bloodstream, that's how you die. That's how these children are dying from these staph infections. I'm not a child, though. I'll be fine. I'm a man. I'm all man. Send your resumes and tapes to elhefe.jdubs at gmail.com. Or just go to Hideout Radio. You can find it there. So you're not worried at all about this? Of course I'm worried. It hurts. It's painful. I'm a little shocked, though, that you seem to be so nonchalant about it. Cause well, I know- what am I going to do? I don't have any money. I don't have any insurance. And you don't have any diction. Well, of course not. Even, right now, it's even worse. You're not scared for your life at all? Not for my life. I'll live. I'm not going to die from this. Dude, there have been people, absolutely, who Keep have died. Keep this tape when I 
Yeah. I'm saying I'm not going to die from this. Do you know, how, like, how fast this spreads? Because when it happened in my nose, uh, three days later, I mean, it was and it spread throughout my face. Mm -hmm. and Same I thing happened real with my nose. It's really becoming pronounced now. Because you're you're focusing on it. Can people out there hear that? I'm sure. Like how you, couldn't they? You just have this thing in the way. Mm -hmm. Take the dip out of your mouth. There's no the dip in my mouth. I'm not shafy. I know. Trust me. 800-636-1067. All right, Dubs, here are a couple of programming notes that you need to be aware of when it comes to the show. Okay. I'm not going to be here the weekend of the 15th. Nope. For December. Going on a cruise. Yep. Me, uh, Pedro, our comedian buddy, and another comedian buddy of ours, uh, Arnie Ellis, are going to be hosting the show. It'll be a fun time. So that is... Uh, I'm not going to be here for that because mm. my the, the, my new job during the week, after two weeks of being there, they love me so much, they're taking me on the company cruise. So that's awesome, all expenses paid. Uh, the other thing is I'm not going to be here the 29th. Why? I'm, I got something to handle. What do you got to handle? I got to be somewhere. Where's your interview? What do you mean, where's my interview? If you got to be somewhere... Well, you think I'm breaking up the team? Yes. Well, I'm trying, but um, you're really going to put this on me like I'm breaking up the team, like yes. I'm not going to be here the 29th. Do you really want to know? Yes. All right, my uncle has cancer. Oh. Don't you feel stupid. My uncle has liver cancer and lung cancer. This is my mom. <laughs> At least is what I told my last employer so I could leave there without them bothering me too much. All right, tell that story really quickly. Uh, I was working a regular job for a little bit um, and at a restaurant, and uh, I was managing the place, and I needed to uh, quit because I got a job at a radio station out here. Mm -hmm. So I went in there, I put my two weeks' notice in, and they said, uh, uh, what, what's wrong? Is it uh, health issues? Is, you, is something wrong with your family or something? And I'm like, Yes. Yes, there is. My mom has cancer. It just fell out of my mouth. Like your lips about to. Yeah. And uh, so I had to run with this bit for my whole two weeks that my mom has cancer. They're, they're telling me all these things I need to do. And, uh, you know, their own personal stories of their parents having cancer and everything. <laughs> so I'm dealing with this. I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I know what you're, you know, I'm glad you know what I'm going through. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, for two weeks of uh, people recommending doctors, recommending medication, recommending what I do. And I'm just thinking, I'm an awful person. Yes, you are. But I can't, what am I going to do? I can't turn around and say, just Josh and you. <laughs> Psych. All right, so here's the thing. So my uncle, mm -hmm. I just found out, and it's awful, and he's one of the uncles I grew up with, you know. He has this long liver cancer, and there, there's, turns out the 29th is my grandparents' anniversary. It's also his 57th birthday. Oh. So my mom's like, I really want you to fly out to Lubbock, Te or to Midland, Texas, for what's Why not Dallas? For what's <laughs> going to be, the no, 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 there, for what's going to be probably his final birthday. So that's, that's the setup, okay? Then I look into flights. Oh, God. 
Yeah. $550. Yeah, it's right around New Year's. To fly to Midland, Texas? Yes. If you're going to fly anywhere during that time, it's inflated. Now. Like your lip. I'm not saying. And your herpes. I'm not saying that this would be a good thing. But if for some reason he does pass before then, you can get a considerable discount. On That's your, awful. No, I'm just saying. So here's the thing. i got to weigh it out. Do I pay the $500? You drive. And I go, I can't take that much time off of work. Because driving from where we live now to there, that's a day. That's almost a day and a half. I can't drive. I'd rather fly. Of course I'm, you'd rather. I'm trying to talk my mom. Into buying it for you? I'm trying to talk her into, hey, I can't go. I'm trying to get out of debt. Can you tell them I said hello? Is that wrong? Why don't you say, all right, I can't be there that week. But how about I come down the next weekend? Just come down the next weekend. Why do you have to be there when everybody else is there? Because it, she said it's mandatory for the grandchildren to be there. It's not. No, it's never mandatory. It, he's you, about to die, dude. He might no, not even but, make he, it to then. Here's the thing. It, it's the difference of a week. Go a week earlier. Or go two weeks earlier. Or something. You know, get, do something where you don't pay that exorbitant amount of money. It's on that date, the 29th. I, there's nothing I can do. Yes, you can. You can go the next week. Let weekend. me ask you, is $550 worth going to see a dying uncle? No. How do you tell that to your mother? How do you, you t- tell her just like that? What if I got the uncle on the phone and said, hey, here's the deal. I'm trying to get out of debt. Do you mind you, if I come down the next weekend? You and your death is going to set me back. Because you're going to have to fly down there again for the funeral. No, I wouldn't go for the funeral. Then why would you go to see him while he's alive? Not being harsh, but if it doesn't mean that much to you go to the funeral, I think it means more to go while he's living Why? than to go at the death. What a bummer! I know, Talk about a man. Buzzkill. I mean, seriously, like that's how they want me to spend my weekend before New Year's. I got to fly out there, see my old decrepit grandparents, mm-hmm. and then my poor uncle who was full of life, withering away, and I got to pay five hundred thirty dollars for that. You can't do it. You gotta just say no. Well, if you just say no, they they will they expect you to do everything as long as you say yes. Once you say no, and you continue to say no, that's why I'm not expected to go home for any holidays. But dude, this is a dying family member. Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. It's gonna Aaron on line one. You're in the hideout on JFK. Hey, my brothers. Good to hear you back in the old JFK. Thank you. It's good to be back. I uh, yeah, we're enjoying it. It's um. No, it's good times. We we wish we were actually in D.C., but other than that, everything's cool. Well, How are you? I was going to invite you all back down to another club, but uh, it would be kind of a long drive. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a bit of a long drive. It'll be a hike. Spread the word to all the former Hideout listeners that were back here, and thanks oh, for the phone call, my man. No doubt, no doubt at all. By the way, I did once at work several years ago, I killed my mom. Not literally, but, you know, to get some time off. And that was even worse. Because, you know, they asked, you know, where should we send flowers? Oh, God. <laughs> that was a total mess. You know, they had me, uh, you know, do you need to go see counseling? And, oh, God, I had to live that with That would have been more time off. I would have said yes. <laughs> well, I, actually, I took them up on it. And I, <laughs> so I switched to, like, 10-hour days, you know, four days a week. So I got an awesome schedule out of it. But I had to live with the lie for, like, two and a half years until I moved on. So, oh, craziness. I know. All right. Thanks, <laughs> man. I appreciate awesome, it. It's awesome the attention you get when your mom has cancer. But your mother does not have cancer. And what do you think family, I do? And that, perception is reality. But with a family member who does have it, I feel guilty. 
dude, I'm gonna. Do you think he's doing it for the attention, just like I was? He wants his 57th birthday to be a really big deal. <laughs> it means a lot to him. And then I don't know what the show's going to do on the 22nd. I could not be here for three weeks. And I know the show won't survive then. What do you mean three weeks? Because I'd be gone the 15th for the cruise, the 22nd. I don't know if we're going to be on because there was a scheduling conflict. Then I'd be gone the 29th. Well, we'll be on. It just won't be same time. That's what I'm saying, though. Uh, I might not be here the 22nd because that's Christmas weekend. I got stuff to do. What do you got to do? I, dude, listen. Let me break this you down. You got nothing. Let me break this down for you guys for a second. I have three jobs. I have a life. I got a full-time job during the week. I got two part-time jobs that includes this. Dubs, right now... I have two jobs. ...is playing with herpes. I am and not that, playing and with herpes. And that's what his day is. No, 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 no. I'm working. All right, the Wild Hawk on the Instant Messenger Hideout Radio says you have mm-hmm. mouth cancer. Could be. I wish. I doubt it. Let's get B-dubs on the phone and see if he's available. Because he's I don't. Not. That way, I wouldn't have to change all the imaging. That way, we could just still keep some of it, and he could just drop the bead thing and just call him Dubs. And then I have somebody funny to do the show with that doesn't have herpes. Who I got to worry about sharing a mic with? We don't share mics. Well, we'll... yes, we do. Don't give away the secret. Right, I'm gonna give away the secret now. We just have one mic in this studio, and we just go back and forth. We're and sitting... I hold it at my crotch too sometimes, and it's kind of silly. We're sitting in each other's laps. Mm-hmm. Like a ventriloquist team. Kiss Thank you. Do you realize we almost went a whole show without being gay? And then the last, like, <laughs> four minutes. We no, we do, had to be gay before. No, we didn't do anything that was homoerotic. And that was the thing. with the hideout over my papers here. <laughs> when the hideout was on JFK beforehand, it was incredibly homoerotic. I'm thinking it was that staff that we had. Those bunch of sissies. <laughs> There has to be something gay in here. All right, let's go to Tom on line one. You're in the hideout on JFK. Hey, boys. What's up, dope? I've been listening to you guys' show ever since you were on before. Mm-hmm. And just to make a real quick point is I didn't spend $600 to go to my grandmother's funeral. I'll be damned hey, if I'm man. dropping five and a half for a uncle or a cousin. But why don't they just fire that lame-ass gym room and give you guys the middays? I mean, for God's sake... Thank you for the phone call, Tom. <laughs> I, let me say this, and I, and I mean this in all sincerity, because when I was in D.C. before uh, and we had O'Reilly on, I wouldn't listen to O'Reilly. I'd listen to Rome, and I actually am a Jim Rome fan. So I do uh, like the sentiment, though, of the hideout uh, more. Yeah, I do like that in the days a little better. Let's bang the monkey first for two days a week. Come over here. <laughs> Listen, I know we're sharing the same mic, mm-hmm. but that's not what I want to do. Well, thank you for the phone call. I'm glad we got the phones up and running on the second half of the I show. I think you're right. We didn't do anything gay. I'm looking through everything I'm right telling now. you, there was nothing homoerotic. And then wow. in the last 90 seconds, you got to ruin it. Is that what the show was missing tonight? Because I thought it was a great show. I thought this was... I thought this was the thing. we got to do a show for dudes. We're doing it. A show for dudes that isn't about making out, you know, like guys. We talked about, dude, we even talked about heterosexual sex for 22 minutes. I did get a little tranny action in there, though. Got a little bit, bit of that. Of course, because it's, sa- it's Saturday night. Why yeah. wouldn't you? So what are you going to do about the hurt? chat room. Um, wait it out. 
told you. He just admitted it. Thank you. He just said he had the herp and he's going to wait it out. It's not actually herpes. I does it, think. Does it scab? No. Let me see it. It's purple. I'm looking at it, yeah. Dude, that's bad. Yeah, it's huge. It's bad. All right, Dubs might not be here next weekend. I'll be here. And if that's... I don't miss weeks like you. I'm not... I'm not Mr. Part-Time Part-Timer. <laughs> well, why did it get us before? It got us fired before when I did Christmas Day with El Jefe. Well, that was bad. It was awesome. <laughs> so, you know what? Yes, I'm taking weekends for a cruise for Christmas and for New Year's. You aren't going for Christmas. Where are you going for Christmas? I'm going to Naples, Florida. It's beautiful down there that yeah, time of year. It's the same as in Tampa. So, I'll see you guys in January. <laughs> Dubs. I don't care. I'll hold down the fort myself, me and our comedian buddies. Dubs in the tree. It'll be a hilarious show. The children will be driving the bus. All right, you guys, have a fantastic weekend. We're going to stick around and record the post-show podcast. Look for that on hideoutradio.com. Thanks to the crew, Punani, Sideshow. Thank you, CK. All you guys have a fantastic weekend. We'll see you next Saturday night, 6 to 9. Tell everybody the hideout is back where it belongs. On 106.7 WJFK. Till next time, we out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. I'll be smacking my hoes. Everyone knows it goes. Kick them to the floor. Step on them hard. Step on them hard. Kick them to the floor. Cause I'll be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. Not interested. I don't. I five thousand.